Talk now, bro. It's weird, bro. It's weird. I, ever since I, ever since I updated Zoom, that shit talks, bro. It's the weirdest shit ever, bro. Y'all, y'all didn't experience last week, yeah, bro. I, I never, I, I didn't see I that coming. I was like, what the I fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Niggas start uploading viruses in my shit, bro. On God, Doom, I was about to log off. I was like, hold on, <laughs> let me call y'all back real quick. <laughs> That was a virus, bro. I was like, oh. <laughs> no, 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 it's it's funny. Y'all are the only people who reacted like that. Chris didn't react like that. <laughs> Ian and them didn't react like that. That was that's. I'm glad y'all did. But oh yeah, man, we back, man. It was, we took a week off. No real shit. It was a big mess on Sunday, bro. At my house, fucking a car drove. Just them people had to be drunk. Man. Drove into the internet like it, two people's internet shit, like the boxes that sends like internet to the cable wire right drove into two of them hit like a little light post nothing but the cops outside i was like oh man that shit bro i was like it's not coming on tonight ain't no way it didn't i was like that shit sounded like a f-150 took like a day and a half all the poles it was just like boom it's like a little jeep like a little jeep like a jeep wrangler that, I think that person went to jail. I think that person was saucy. I was. I wanted to be. You know. I didn't want to be too nosy. My girl was nosy as hell, just standing outside looking. I'm like, man. Like, I just don't like to be outside when there's like a bunch of cops. I'm just like, let me go in my house. Yeah, man. fuck that. I'm the <laughs> same no. way, bro. I'm the like, same dude, way. dude. I don't want to like. You know. I like, will say, hey. the only time I'm outside when the boys is outside is in Lafayette, and that's only because I know half the force. But mm. if not, if not, if I see the boys, I'm indoors. Like, like if it, if a, up, I'm indoors, boy. if a fight happening, I'm gonna watch the fight. But then once the cops come, I'm gone, bro. It's like I, I yeah, saw, real, I saw the action. It'd be, hey, it'd be a lot of little nosy ass people just posted up. I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. if some shit start going down, I don't want to be nowhere no, around this Nowhere near. It ain't bro. nothing that can happen right here that's interesting <laughs> enough for me to be here when bullets start flying and shit. I'm out. Thank here, you, bro. thank. You. I'm the same way. Dude. And that's just like <laughs> niggas on the highway. See, this should be pissing me off. Niggas on the highway. Niggas on the road. When a wreck happened, everybody. Driving slow, like, ooh, what's going on? Like, bitch, come on, let's go. Like, we what are on we, we ain't got time for that, boy. Fin around and we finna end up here all damn day. You fuck around, you get to another wreck. Now both lanes closed. Drive, look forward, please and thank you. No, I'm that's a that. fact. That's a fact. They be driving all slow. Don't get me, bro. I hate drivers around here. But yeah, we back, man. This episode one ninety five. It's your boy Lennon Burn, aka Beer Gang, aka Bruh. the People's Champ, aka. You know, I fucked my shit up, you know. Awful week. I fucked it up. You know this would be, I fucked it up. It's all good, though, but we here. How y'all niggas doing, man? We a week back. I still start with, I saw with Doom, man. Doom, how you doing, man? Fresh cut. You niggas, you niggas looking good, man. Man, see, I'm good, bro. I ain't got no Pelican shit to stress over. I'm just mm-hmm. watching the playoffs. Just, it feels, you know. It feels nice. It feel good just to spectate. Well, like your, exactly. your emotions not involved, bro. Because them <laughs> niggas used to have me hot, bro. I watch them sorry ass niggas and go to bed mad as fuck. But you know what makes me mad? That it's like a lot of young niggas right now killing it right now. Yeah, it's like, bro. damn, our young niggas should be in there. It's like yeah, Ja, Trey Young, Jason, Devin. Well, the thing Crazy, that get me is that Atlanta, bro. Shit for y'all. But see, okay, wait, nah. In it, bro. I, I, I had this take. Me and Justin made a video of the fog got corrupted, but I had this Pelicans take. I'm going to save it for bros who ball, but I'm going to tell you, dude, I'm going to say it right now. Fuck it. I think Atlanta, they were shits. They were shits. They were asshole. They were cheeks. They have one good offseason, 
And now they here. They know they had the pieces. Because if you look at that Atlanta team before this year, the team was not this team. That team was ass. They didn't have Bodon Bogdanovich, who's Thanks. their second best scorer. They didn't have Capella until like halfway through the shit season. They didn't have Danilo Gallinari. They didn't have Lou Williams. Like half of this team was not there. So as a Pelicans fan, I'm looking at it like, yo, D Griff. You better have a good offseason, my nigga, so we could be in the playoffs. Nah, he got to, bro. I mean, I'm saying the Hawks had was in the same situation he was in. If you think about it, look at the Bucks, bro. The Bucks had one good season of trades because the Bucks had some pieces, but the pieces they added this season, PJ Tucker, they added Drew Holiday. All of a sudden, yeah, I was sleeping on the Bucks. a complete team, bro. I'm looking at the Bucks in the playoffs, like, hold on, Griff. They trashing me on the radio right now. I'm gonna be honest with my niggas. They trashing me on the radio because of my bucks take. Because of my bucks take. They getting they getting on my ass. But I'm coming in Monday with smoke because Brooklyn. I had y'all. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. I'm championing y'all because the Lakers do not look fucking good. I don't care what anybody say. I don't want to be it that guy. It upsets me. It upsets me. But AD me. went down with that groin injury. AD's a bitch. You know bitch. that injury. <laughs> that groin injury. He it takes like two or three games, though. bro. Let's call it, it what it like is. Let's games. So Let's if call it what it back, is, man. Aiden balling way too good, Aiden, bro. Aiden's looking like the number one pick. Aiden making y'all look smart. Like, Drummond, nah. Drummond, and, um, Drummond and, and Gasol can't hold him. So can't unless, hold shit. Unless AD come back, it's not looking good. And Chris Paul finally was hitting his fadeaway shot today. I was like, oh. They said today was the first day he felt that good since game one. And I was like, oh, that's a scary sight. It's, it's that up was for y'all. And I was like, oh, shit now. It's up for y'all. That's all I'm I saying. I ain't been this emotionally invested in the playoffs in 10 years. I'm invested nah, in y'all. Talk. I'm real invested talk. in y'all. I'm being honest. It's been a long time. I ain't gonna lie. I like, I like the fact that the new stars of the league is starting to come and up. That, and that's what it upsets me, dude. I love it. I love it, but it upsets me because I'm like, fuck, man. Zion, Zion just as good yeah. as these niggas, man. Yeah, because like, for a while, bro, we start we we was watching like the same niggas. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. Curry, facts. LeBron, KD, Kawhi, Paul George. Yep. Like, Paul niggas, George. Well, well, Paul George. <laughs> oh, he on the Wait, the game is sorry. Wait, the game is going on right now. It's up right now. The game is going on right now. I wonder if the niggas going to win. But he I mean, had one good game. He, he all now. He oh yeah, Indiana now, Paul saying, George was that nigga. That's a fact. I'm with you, dude. That he I was, was saying, like, like I, we spent, before that, he was the bigger. After he yeah. broke his leg and the shit yeah. was crazy. After that, I don't know if it was like a a mental thing because that's what I really think it is this whole time. Because like he been that nigga, but then ah, my leg, and yeah. then, you know he, he really ain't never been the same. Up, ain't like never been the same since that in the playoffs. And that's what I think it is. I think it's like. The trauma from going through that. Maybe he need to have a one on one with D Rose. I don't know. He'd be another nigga. But he he he. In I the just clutch, don't think he, he a die. killer like D Rose. Yeah, no, and D but, Rose, D, bro, the Knicks. So sorry, they made they made D Rose have to be the star of that team, bro. Julius, he, they they had no choice. I like I thought it was amazing that nigga stayed on the bench for so long. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, he's I'm a like, fucking right. baller, bro. Shout like, out to you, L, but Alfred. Yeah, Alfred over D Rose, you got me fucked yeah, up. Come on, and niggas on the radio is telling me Alfred was better than Lonzo Ball. I was just, I did, bro, I've been sick for weeks. I've been sick for Alfred weeks. Alfred ain't better than Markel Fultz. They can quote me on and that. Everything, nigga. everything I've been saying all season. He just got injury problems. Everything coming to the, everything I've been saying all season coming to the light now. And I'm loving it. I'm fucking loving it. Except they had me fucked up. Buddy. The only they one that play. that got me bad is that I'm pulling. I fucking said by Kawhi. No, the niggas, oof. I don't know why you did that. It's I thought, the I thought the niggas were going. Me. It's the playoff. Oh, the, them, them, and, and the Heat. 
Because I fucking, I fucking. Oh yeah, the you bugged out. You bugged out. I ain't fuck with Giannis. The niggas getting like a second. Said, they added some good pieces, bro. They second round pieces. exit, my niggas. Second round so, exit. The, the Eastern Conference Finals for the Bucks. They gotta go through KD in them. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you tripping, nigga? You, fuck you out KD. <laughs> fuck James Harden. Boy, you and fuck Kalani. Fucked up, <laughs> mind head set Kyrie. He ain't never been the same since that bitch dumped him. I ain't gonna say shit. But he really haven't. He really haven't. That's a that's a can, fact. He can tell us is whatever going on with his life. But since she left him, nigga ain't been the same. Okay. That's a fact. So, but but they gonna beat him because James Harden. James Harden lollygagging right now, bro. I like James Harden not hooping. Bro, listen, Giannis gonna lock up KD. PJ Tucker finna put James in the glove. Baby. You wanna bet? And all's gonna be left. It's you true. Bet? I'm telling you, bro. I think this is gonna be the best series of the fucking playoffs. It won't be the finals, but the Bucks. And the Nets gonna be the best fucking series of the. You want to bet? You think the niggas? I think that's the boxers. best matchup. Don't them niggas. I think Thank that's you, the dude. best matchup. Thank you, dude. You know what's gonna happen? Seven. That you know what's gonna seven. happen, Lynn? You know what's gonna happen? Them niggas gonna start the series off. They're gonna win the first one. The Nets, I'm talking about. They're gonna win the first one. And then the second game, they're gonna be like, all right, you know how they do. James Harden not really Chill. playing as hard as Kyrie thinking about his activism shit. Nigga, <laughs> on the game. You know what I'm saying? And when the pressure come on, and they feel like the series getting a little tight. They gonna they put gonna it drop on 160 them. on their fucking head, man. That's a fact, man. Milwaukee like, can't hang with them niggas, bro. That team is no. cold, bro. That's a and fact. I'm talking about outside of their big three. You got it's Joe like, Harris. Joe, you got Joe Bl- Harris, bro. Come knocking on, down man. jumpers, Blake nigga, Bro, he looking shit. good now. I'm just saying. Bro, I, I be watching them niggas play, and I, obviously I watch too much Pelicans basketball. Cause like I watch how they play, they do some sloppy shit. Try to do some superstar, but they're shit, so good. The rim. They miss, get a rebound, and kick it out. And <laughs> niggas actually knock down they spot up looks. Bro, the like watching the Pelicans, I don't know what that is. On all cylinders right now, you know. The Bucks just the Bucks they just love downtown. They even cheese by the cook the draws of True Holiday. That's a that's are James Harden gonna cook him? One of the two. Yeah, one of them. Drew is gonna be on on on. Uh, Drew better be ready. Drew gonna be on Kyrie. You know what, dude? You know what be pissing me off? DJ's gonna be on James because Giannis is gonna be on KD, bro. I'm telling you, know you be pissing that me is off? the best matchup of the playoffs, y'all. Them sorry Pelicans fans on. I'm calling. Them out, them sorry Pelicans fans on Twitter saying, like, oh, we're winning because Drew's winning. Shut the fuck what? up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Bro, that shit been pissing me off. Not the same. Not the same Pels fans that was like Trey Drew talking about some we winning because Drew winning. Get the fuck out of here with that. Look, once that nigga was gone, it was over with. Bye. That's later. like, that's like OKC Thunder fans saying we was winning because KD See, our fan base was soft, with man. the Warriors. I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to get our fan base like the Knicks fan base. Them niggas cuss people out like, I want to get like hey, that. Like, yo, hey, you niggas soft. <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard after the game today, uh, Jay, Willis, Jay Willis was like, listen, I know how Knicks fans get. It's not time to fire nobody. Regardless <laughs> of what happens at the end of this series, this is the best Knicks team in eight years. Oh, Julius Randle looking like a bum, Knicks though. fans to understand this. You can't be ready to trade and, and fire nobody because y'all lost to the Hawks. The Knicks about to sign Devin, Donovan Mitchell, man. Donovan Mitchell not standing in the jazz, man. Donovan Mitchell about to roll out. He cool with Leon Rose. That's a hot, that's a hot, 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 hot. Schubert, Knicks, Schubert been saying this for a year and a half, man. Schubert's a Knicks fan. I'm not listening him. to him. I'm just saying it look real. Because Leon Rose was former agent. I'm just saying. All you, right. 
But if they make it to the Western Conference Finals, the Knicks get booted in the first round. Why the fuck would he go to the Knicks? I don't think the Jazz gonna be the be the Mavericks. Real nigga shit. They can. I think playoff P is sorry, and that's why the Mavs look so good. Nah, the Mavs about to come. They, look. First of all, we talking about the clips from last year and the clips from this year. They've only lost. They've gained nothing yeah, in the past true. year. They I don't think they're Montreal Harrell. But I'm they saying, lost Lou Will. Who do they have? They, they haven't gained shit. I'm just saying Luca looking that good. Porzingis finally they, finally hooping. They looking they good, but the clips <laughs> is ass. The clips is suck, ass, man. bro. <laughs> Porzingis, Porzingis finally hey, looking if, if halfway Luka decent. Don't make it deep in the playoffs is all Porzingis' fault. Porzingis oh, that's a fact. That's a fact. Oh, God. That's I'm a fact. This, this Even though I'm picking Dallas. him, that's a fact. He is the X factor every fucking game. Like, yep. bro, you gotta be a better number two than that. That's a fact. Man, no. be struggling to get dropped twelve. That's points. why Tim Hardaway is so crucial right two. now. God damn, bro. Tim Hardaway dropping more buckets than he ever did. Like Tim Hardaway getting 21, he 25, 28. I just don't know if that's gonna continue. Pelicans niggas talking about they want him. <sighs> Wait, see, it is Tim Hardaway. You know what he remind me of? J.R. Smith. He kind of got it in him. He kind of got, got that, that in him. He definitely shit played that in him, role, bro. Yeah. He got he that streaky shit where he, when he get hot, he hot. That's but a when fact. he off, oh, that nigga yeah. off, and he'll go one for thirteen. That's a fact. But that's enough. That's that that's right, enough hoop, hoop talk right now. We've been we've been. It's good times though. <laughs> These are good playoffs though. I got him. NBA playoffs, man. Every yeah, time, time. He hit, anytime you hear it, just album voice on the motherfucking uh on the narration. I don't know if I fuck with it. Always, you bugging out, boy. Anytime. Yeah, I'm bugging out right now. He needs to do better movies, nigga. I mean, yeah, but yeah, that's, yeah. A- that's different. That's different. That's different. Yeah, that nigga. But wild. his voice, the narration is like him and Morgan Freeman. They can do no wrong with the narration. They do. They I do, do a good job. I gotta I mean, give him credit. Ah, All right, well, well, we gonna start. Man. A lot of shit popped off. I guess we'll start off with the most interesting topic. Kwame Brown came in and and, and scorched earth everything. Called out Stephen A. Smith. Called out Charlemagne, brought up Charlemagne's uh, rape scandal or sexual assault scandal. Allegedly, he sent cease and desist letters. Charlemagne in hot, hot water. Uh, who else he called out? He called out Stephen Jackson, Matt Barnes. Stephen Jackson has apologized since then. Matt Barnes has not. He's still calling Matt Barnes Becky with the good hair. Kwame Brown is, is a clown, bro. But dude got forty k subscribers on YouTube, like. Like overnight, that. boy, like, that shit was like overnight, bro. That's why I fuck with it, bro. Cause it's like he did it by just keeping it a bean. He and did that's what them them industry niggas. That's kind of what he was talking about, like with the it was. And shit. He was like, bro, y'all get so caught up in your job and all this yep. industry business shit that you forget you still gotta be a real nigga at the end of the day, bro. Or nobody gonna really respect you. You might be successful. You might. Hey, your little black effect network and breakfast club might be the biggest show. But if niggas don't respect you at the end of the day, you What's got a problem. Yeah, you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's some did, real dude. shit. Like you can't even debate that because he did the, take the it whole far, time. Right? The whole time he was like, I'm not talking about basketball. I'm calling y'all out as people. He said they were going to say he was going to be crazy. He said everything they did and they did it all. And it's just like. Ooh, not a good I mean, look for you. I mean, it's, dub, bro. Stephen A. Smith been looking bad for a month. It's not looking good for Sass, bro. Like the 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 he said Boston not racist. Stephen A. Smith been looking rough and Stephen A. Brown. been looking bad for like a year, but I'm gonna let you slide with the month. I'm but just Stephen saying the a. last Stephen month a. been is bad. One of them niggas though, Stephen A. is one of them niggas in the industry where it's like he the top dude because he can go in the room with all the white people and be like, "What y'all need me to do." And he gonna go do it, no matter how grimy it is, yep. no matter how sus it looks. He gonna go do it, which 
I respect it. Like, get your bag, bro. But and he do have like, wins for himself. Saying, like, like the Tim Tebow shit. He that was like a. I'm gonna say it on the other side. So like he has one one like it's like a I do one for you, I do one for me. He does have that, but it's but it's absolutely what you're saying, dude. 100%. Yeah. But I mean, it's definitely like no wrong in that. Like you can do that, but you just got to understand what come with that type of shit. That's a fact. Like, you can't you can't do like Charlemagne be doing, do all this little fake industry shit and then play like you this pro black, I'm here to help my brother type shit and that's when people have a problem with it. You lose respect, bro. You looking, you know Charlamagne looking bad right now, and, man. And I ain't gonna lie, bro. I don't know about y'all, but this dark skinned brother has been to Boston. And as a man who grew up in an inner city, usually I assume white people are gonna be afraid of me. I have never seen so many pearl clutching, purse grabbing bitches in my life, except for the one weekend I ever spent in Boston. I said, oh, yeah, Stephen A. Wiley. I've never come back to this racist city again. Cause I'm from the city that never sleep and white people ain't never looked at me like this. I'm like, God damn. Yeah, no, white folk looking at me like I'm, they looking at me like I'm Aaron Hernandez. Like they looking at me like I'm finna smoke them. Like, God damn, bitch. <laughs> Smith definitely was wilding, but. Yeah, he was bugging out. I was on Kyrie's side with that. I said, yeah, I've been there. They, they got me fucked up. I was on Kyrie's side, even though I think it was uncalled for at the time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Kyrie didn't know. Uh, it was, was uncalled just, for. It was uncalled for at the time, but it wasn't. They didn't do nothing. They didn't do nothing yet. But it, yeah, like you said, it's not a lie. He ain't lying. He just he just doing a little precautionary matter. <laughs> right. But dude, man, it's not it's not looking good for you, man. See the God, bro. We've been having hot talks, me, you, and Christopher Weeks. It's not looking good for him, man. Yeah, he beefing it, with Joe Budden. It's just it's not good it, looks. It, it's just that that simple shit where it's like you get on your platforms and you do this little passive aggressive like. Shots at niggas all day, and then you get mad when niggas respond. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you expect? Yeah, like you ain't got no type of dirt that they could dig up too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta be prepared for the clapback, my nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can't just clap at niggas for ratings to boost your your numbers and shit, and then expect niggas not to say nothing. That's why I like what Kwame did. I think he just expected Kwame to be like, ah, he ain't no nigga that's got no voice. Like he ain't think Kwame was gonna go crazy with go the response off like on him. Yeah, you know bro. I mean? No, Kwame. He thought he was there. just gonna get his shit off on the show, get and it was gonna be over with. and it was gonna be done with. And Kwame, Kwame was like, nah, nigga. And my people, where are your people from? So we're gonna make it hard for all your shit. That's Try great. me, nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? He shouldn't have, but I like Char- Charlemagne definitely crossed the line bringing up that man family history. He didn't have to tell that yeah, to the man. world. That was unnecessary. He could have especially That's if it was some shit that history. he didn't even know. That's like, the Kwame thing. was like, I didn't even know that. You over here telling my business on the radio. And that's some shit I went my whole life not knowing. And you just put that shit out on the radio. Just because your pop's messy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's some crazy <laughs> shit, my nigga. That's and then nuts. he want to come in and act like he didn't mean no harm. That's literally what he said in his apology. That it wasn't intended to be harm or anything. Like, nigga, why else would you say that? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what would be your reasoning for saying that besides to try to play a nigga? You know what I mean? That's exactly why. And it, it's like you Crazy, said, it's for ratings. You can't expect that. Like, like, like what Ron said, niggas talked about him for 20 years and now that he say something, y'all got a problem with it. You can't be mad at how the person is offended. He just went about it his way. And they definitely tried to say he was crazy, which is wild, which he did say they was going to do. And good for him, man. He got 40K views. I mean, 40K subscribers. Busting it, it every, 
Yeah, he making money now. He good for the rest. Of, like he said he was good before, but now he don't have to drive that tractor if he doesn't want to. He had he got hella followers on every social media because of that. Like I think 10k plus each. Oh, they be donating Twitter, all of that. I was in his live, his YouTube live. They was donating seventy five dollars, a hundred dollars, fifty dollars. They keep killing it. The most he ever getting paid. I swear to God. <laughs> Stupid, he gonna come for you. He, he gonna come, come for me. He but come I ain't got no money. I ain't got no ghosts. I ain't got no cobwebs in my closet. That's my thing. Is that they come at people like that, thinking that you know he's already been beaten on. So here I come beating on him some more, and think it's just it's sweet. And it's like, no, it's not sweet for niggas like Charlemagne who got a whole dirty closet yeah, of skeletons. And yeah. I'm like, bro, he gonna he gonna dig it up because I can dig it up. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, bro. Y'all, all you gotta do is Google search I was, for a bit. I was involved right. in some rape shit. I'm not saying shit about nobody, bro. Nigga, you y'all lost an HBO me. show over that. Like, do, yeah, do people not remember? It, like, ooh, it's just, it's not good looks. And just you don't know. understand. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, get I have I no idea. Either, but... battles, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. Read the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to. You got to be better at that, bro. Read the fucking room, but. Oh, man. So, all right. Yeah, since we weren't here, Timeline was an uproar about Kylie and Travis, but that's not what I want to talk about. Are y'all cool with open relationships? Would y'all, would y'all get into an open relationship with the woman you with to where she could fuck whoever she want, you fuck whoever you want, and y'all come home at the end of the night? You know what, bro? Like, I've been... Dude, don't lie. I, no, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. So I thought about it. With my girl, like my current girl, no, because no. we we established that, that already. Right. You know what I mean? But I feel like if let's say I just met a chick before I ever cared about her on that type of level type mm. shit, and we went into it knowing like, hey, you do what you do, I do what I do, but we team up on this shit. We we together in this sense. You know what I mean? Like if it was on some business shit or you know what I'm saying, whatever it might be, I might not be against that. Like I don't okay. think I. I feel played if a chick did her. Like, okay. I've been in a situation like that before. I just didn't think of it as an open relationship at the time, but it's, it's the, it's the way y'all, everybody's openly talking to each other. Like you can talk to me. I've been in one of them too, but them, them shits hurt though. At the end of the day, I can't even lie to you. Them, yeah, like, I, well, see, and that's the thing. Cause that happened when I was a whole lot younger. Like, I don't know if me that's true would, too. I'd have to see in the situation, how I would feel about that. You know what I mean? But I feel like I was younger as well. I know every nigga that I've been talking to a chick where y'all y'all fuck with each other, but the chick might have another nigga. She got a dude on the side. It's just like, uh. you know what I mean? Like, and it didn't bother me. Like, I knew she had a nigga. Like, it wasn't like I was getting mad every time I knew she was chilling with her dude. Like, but I don't know. I don't think if I actually knew it was an open relationship, I don't know if I could fuck with it. I don't know. I'd have to be in the situation to see how I would handle it. See, but I'd be open to it. Like, I would. I'll fuck with something like that. I'd say I was open to it, but then like, I don't know if if like you getting fifty text messages while I'm in the room, fifty calls. I don't yeah, know. See that? I'm yeah, gonna feel a type true. of way. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna just be honest, nigga. Like yeah. the like the like the horoscope, nigga. Say I'm a cancer, nigga. I'm I'm fucking you know mark my territory, nigga. I'm a, I get jealous at that type of shit. I'm gonna just be honest. I'm then, embracing. Would, you, it. would <laughs> you be jealous though if you knew front of jump? Like if it was a nigga that was right. Pre-existing see, before you see. Oh, now that's a different story. I'm saying if it's like we both enter no no previous arrangements, but we both doing things, and it's agreed upon. 
but I'm going to eventually feel a type of way just because it's me. Yeah. Just because I know me as a human. I know that's fucked up. That's toxic shit, but that's why I don't put myself in them situations. As the dark skin ambassador of this podcast, I'm going to talk my shit with Ty. You feel me? <laughs> so I am off the whiskey. You know what it is, baby. I do my thing. But at the same time, I be that guy. You know what I'm saying? Look, I'm finna go ahead, lay my pipe down, and then send her back to her band or send her back to whoever. You feel me? But at the end of the day, we cool. You feel me, girl? Listen. Cause I know he only gonna last about you know a minute, two, three minutes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and when you ready to go to sleep, you can call Tyra. This nigga living the dog life right now. I love it. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that. Though. There's nothing wrong with that at all. At all. And see, that's I like, what I was gonna say. I like the energy. See, man. that's what I was gonna say, Doom. If it's if I'm living a dog life, then I'm not gonna get mad at you. But like, if it's what we say, we together, but it's open. I'd rather not yeah, have I, that. I, I, I'd rather I not have that termage. I, I don't want this. I don't want the verbiage too. Because there's some girls that I that I've that came whatever link or whatever like that, and they're like whether they in a whatever the relationship is, there is some kind of you know pre-existing relationship they with somebody else, and like we'll sleep together, whatever, blah blah. blah. And then after that, I can tell like it's different. Maybe, I don't like the strings. I don't maybe, like the strings. Maybe I pulled out too many tricks out the bag. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like Kyrie double, uh, uh, double teamed up, you know, at the top of the key. And I come over, I do some crazy shit. Next thing she knows, she go back and tell over whoever she's fucking with that I did this. And like, yeah, you can't go back over there. He is sorcerer. You can't go back over there. So like shit like that is why I'm like, I don't even know if I want to fuck with people like that because sometimes we do that. And then after that, never hear from him again. So I'm like, are y'all, really in a, yeah. are y'all really in an open relationship? Because if somebody else come around, and hit them with the Harry Potter wizard sword. They not with the shits no more, baby. I'm like, come yeah, on. Yeah, what you always run the risk of that shit. Right. But that's and why. That's, that's why. The keep the ver- issue keep, that pulls up. Yeah. Keep the verbiage out of it. Like, just make it to where, like, all right, yeah, we we know what it is. Do right. we have when to you label go home it? And talk about it. I think that's what really fucks it up. Like, if y'all went and do your own thing, but don't come home and talk about it, y'all cool. But if you go home and discuss See, but, it, but it's that's weird. wild though. If I'm if I'm dealing with a chick on a level of more than just I'm hitting because if we just smashing then yeah we don't need to even talk about it like right. that but if I feel like we like actually something together like but we see get that to actually some each other shit that's the jealousy I mean? will come out see but that's yeah, that then that's what make it tough but I think I think the, I the lens you look at it from could change it though mm, so let's okay. let's let's picture this so just imagine single in got you you got no girl chilling you go to work every day, right? Facts. They just hired this fine new chick. Ooh. She fuck with you. She fuck with you. Right. But you you know it's established. Like, her dude come pick her up from work. Like, you know she got a nigga. But she hits you with some shit like, look, man, I'm, I'm fucking with you. Bazam. We doing it. That's like, a fact. You gotta, you know what I'm saying? I gotta, like, I gotta see that through. But, but see, Doom is, that's different because I'm going in with the pre the, the 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 intention of like I'm that side person like I'm just here because she she was like let's see what this is about and because I'm uh, me I'm gonna try that out but that doesn't mean that like I should expect certain things from her like there should be no expectations on my end I think the moment that there's expectation it gets fucked up yeah well I don't know it's just it just would depend on like the dynamic with the female true some females like. I've been cool with females that had a dude and that I know for sure, like 
yo, if she wouldn't feel so guilty about fucking over her dude, we would be fucking around. That's you a fact. I mean? And we build that like friendship, whatever relationship you want to call it. It might not be a, a formal like romantic relationship, but we got a friendship where we might do shit together, go certain places together. And we know that we feeling each other on that wave. What if her dude was to be cool with that? You know what I mean? Oh, like if her dude was like, you know what? You do your thing. I'm gonna go and do my thing somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? But we, they still together. You would, you would, <laughs> no! you would consider that. You would I, consider that. Yeah, it'd be interesting. We never, we, ne- we never thought about that as an open relationship. But I feel like True. most niggas have been in that situation before. That's that has happened in in. But see, every time I've been in those situations, they don't end well. They don't they end don't. well. They don't. They end poorly. They end with someone getting hurt, whether it's me or her. And like, either way, it's a headache. Yeah. And the only time it, it's ever works is if we don't label it, at least for me. Yeah. It just get. But then crazy, again, I was like, young when that happened. So like maybe yeah. me now it's different. I'm a little more chill. Like it's like, OK, well, we set our boundaries. I understand all that. Things don't get crossed. But I just know 21 year old Linda. Niggas was hurting. Like it was either she yeah. was going to hurt or I was going to hurt. It was either is Yeah, that's it's a, it's a tough situation, bro. The only thing is, it's like that's some shit you had to talk about, and once you talk about it, then it make it weird. That's a fact. That's a fact. So the little, but I'll be open to it to answer the question. I will. You be open to it if if you know that situation came about in the right way. Oh, I, I ain't one of them open relationship ass niggas. But if if the situation came about, then. I'd I'd, probably fuck with it. I I maybe I like you said because I'm different now than I was younger. I'd maybe consider it back for the streets. But I don't know. Dang. I don't know. That's just like the swinger shit. I'm not cool with that shit either. Like some niggas this, I know this, was on the swinger way, way, hey, wave. I'm just I like, no, I may be on some freaky shit out there in Vegas. Do you maybe want to hide yourself? Uh, and you come around <laughs> me when I, when nah, I get out this, there. Ain't no morals. I'm trying I to check. see nobody I'm else I'm fucking my girl. Y'all, I'm sorry, hey, bro. Y'all need to make that trip though, man. Oh yeah, no, but see that I would mean, be like, that would be that would be a girlfriend trip. That'd be like I invite every like all the niggas to come. It'd be it'd be that it'd be that. I'm not going with yeah. my girlfriend to Vegas for the first time. I'm sorry, I'm just not. But she knows that. Uh, she in there? She not in here. She not here right now. I, she might be. I don't know. She was. She wasn't here when I started. But she knows. But she knows though. Like I'm. I'm being honest. She knows. But she that, know. She knows that I want to go with my niggas for the first time. Okay, I'm like you. I hate acting. Crazy, bro. What I'm being, I'm being honest. Like she trusts me. I'm not about you know. to go. I'm not about to go shmang nothing. But like, yeah, I just want to see. Like, I like living. Vi- I like living vicariously through my niggas. Like, if my niggas is is getting it on, I'm like, yes, that's a win for the team. Like, I like seeing the team win. There's hey, nothing man. wrong with that. Hey man, <laughs> B, why this nigga talking shit, man? This nigga <laughs> know damn crazy, well. Bro. Damn well, if we crazy, all in bro. Vegas and everybody, like, let's say we run into a group of little yes, and we they all with the shit, and we up in the hotel, you think you happy by cares? Nigga gonna be sitting on the couch, mad <laughs> as hell. Damn, them bitches was fine. I wish happy, I could have hit. <laughs> happy vicariously through my niggas, man. I'm being honest. Yeah, he he he's saying that because his girl running shit back. <laughs> I hope she I know that's right. She bro. I'm like, he out here acting crazy, bro. You niggas like, stupid. I don't even want to talk. I hope talk. she don't listen. Well, if she do hear this, I'm sorry. Man. It's just jokes for the podcast. Duh, but. obviously. <laughs> crazy, bro. But but no, I'm being dead serious. You're like vicariously because then if not, you end up like this nigga, Kevin MC Kevin. That's a fact. <laughs> Yo, he got fucked on. <laughs> he got 
Yo, Art, rest in peace. He fell to his death from a hotel balcony after panicking that his wife was about to catch him having a threesome with a model and a pal. The the article actually says pal. I'm like, that's that's pretty funny. And then uh, her name was uh, Bianca Dominguez. She said she met MC Kevin and his friend Victor Fontanelli outside of uh, the Barisa Barisa Hotel. And she said she was invited to the singer suite, but he panicked when there was a knock on the door that he did not recognize. Thinking it was his wife was going to catch him. They'd just been married for two weeks. He thought he could make the jump. He could not. Yikes. Damn. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. Really didn't want to get caught, I saw that shit, bro. bro. I said, ain't no way. <laughs> I'm finna, like, and I know I say it to my niggas a lot because I'm like, I, I say some crazy shit. I'll be like, look, man, pussy is move ball legal, man. I know they say it's money, but it's really pussy. But ain't no way in fuck I'm finna jump off a goddamn balcony. I'm taking it. I'm taking it like a man. Son, how <laughs> many how many stories? Give me the licks, man. Give me the licks. <laughs> he was high, Doom. He was he he died instantly when he when he hit the ground. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Bro. It wasn't that like no legs broken. Really he didn't want to get caught, bro. Yo, nuts. He ended his life. That's crazy. Fam said she is not catching me, bro. <laughs> Man, I'd rather like, go ah, meet ah, the Lord ah. than let this bitch walk up here and catch me. Right, he's the Fuck next that. person I need to see is the Lord. <laughs> How does she crazy. feel after? She got. Does she feel bad? Does she feel relieved? Does she no. feel? She gotta feel bad. I don't think she feel bad. Maybe relieved. I don't know if she feel bad. She gotta feel something. That would be a weird spot to be in. Exactly, because you know, in. you know, like he if died, that type of shit happened, something bad. The fact that she showed up meant that she still cared about him enough to go check on what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the nigga was cheating. So it's mm-hmm. like, how do you really feel about that shit? You feel bad. Like, that's a that's a that's a crazy spot. You heard you, you feel bad. Plus, you probably didn't want him to die. Like, I don't know if relief yeah. is in there. I don't know. At least not right now. Yeah, she relief may come in like a couple bad. months. He ain't shit. But she's going to be hurting. She's going to definitely be hurting. Oof. Poor guy. I wonder his friend hurting who brought the bitches. The bitches hurting. Everybody hurting in this situation. If I was the, if I was one of the girls, I would instantly leave. I'd be like, "Oh, time for me to go. <laughs> Let me get yeah. my clothes <laughs> before the cops come." I'm Audi. I'm I'm leaving so that's fast. Fact, bro. I'm that's getting some, the fuck out of there before they charge shit. me with something. I don't need to be here. This nigga <laughs> jumped. He was scary ass. Couldn't. I'm like, let me not I, do that. I'm out of there. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Here. He's bugging the fuck out, man. Just jumped. And what you know the they, they went to the balcony and looked over. Yeah, oh, this nigga just slumped. Dude, I'm thinking the same thing, bro. I'm looking over the balcony like, I know. I know he didn't just. Oh, my That's God. That's crazy, oh, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's I'm some screaming. crazy shit. Oh, jeez. Oh, that would be a sight to see. Because, like, oh, I saw a TV show where a nigga, his pops jumped and he looked over and his pop was just, like, entrails and shit on the ground and he actually showed it. Like, that shit in real life would, would kind of scar a person. So, like. Yeah, bro. That would be some wild yeah. shit. No, that'd that would be Mm-hmm. That'd That's be crazy. Up. Niggas, niggas is wilding though. I'm telling y'all, niggas is back out active and wilding, oh, yeah. bro. I seen a video from, I think it was in Miami, bro, where these niggas was in traffic, jumping out the car, knocking on <laughs> bitches' windows, getting the numbers and shit. Like, it looked like some freak nick shit, bro. Like, <laughs> bitches twerking in the middle of the street. Like, niggas is I heard out Miami was always active, like that, bro. though. It's, it's people are school well, COVID, is over. COVID has shut everything down, but niggas it's is summer. Crazy. Graduation, back, graduation just happened. School is over for college. I will say one thing the mayor of Miami was asking for help. 
He was like, Ooh. I can't. The mayor of Miami, he was like, I, like, can't, I can't deal with this. Him. Yeah, he was like, I can't control him. I keep telling him everything locked. And they keep coming. It's the first week of summer. He dealing he was with like, it. Please help me. But the Florida governor is he. He's saying, let it fly. Let he's it fly. Republican. So he like, do you? But he all the way in Tallahassee. Meanwhile, my man's on South Beach. Like somebody help. And he's like, nah, bro. We need the two thousand dollars. Oh yeah, no. Destin popping. Every beach city is popping. I'm trying to get me to a beach, man. I'm telling y'all. I'm I don't trying, know what you're trying to do, man. I'm I trying to get to a beach. Home girl, now be, be my ass up with you. <laughs> there you yeah, go. I am, bro. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm getting to the beach soon. It's Wait, coming. Uh, it's gonna be a good time. I We're need gonna have that, a, bro. A, a, a good beach trip. I want to drive some jet skis. Live that life. Sit on the beach. Relax. Get buried Wait, in the can sand. You, can you smoke on the beach? Like if you go no. like L.A. Oh, not that. LA? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. In Florida, fuck no. But people do it anyway. Like, people are definitely doing drugs, getting high on the beach, my smoking grandma, cigarettes, doing my everything. Grandma, like, in Florida, yeah, at least. I'm back to Jamaica. I'm like, you trying to take me to the farm. I'm not <laughs> trying to come. Bro, every time I've been to Jamaica, maybe 12, 13 times in my life. And it ain't, I ain't never seen nothing the sexy price. All my friends are like, where should I go? And I'm like, nigga, I don't know. I be with the pigs and the cows, the sugar cane nigga. I be on the farm. And they're like, when you coming back? And I'm like, come on. I'm not coming back to the farm. Fuck y'all, I'm grown. So I can smoke on that beach, but it's the beach by the farm. That shit ain't sexy. No, it's not. It ain't sexy at all. No, it's not. They're like, I need to bring a shorty? I wouldn't know. But see, New York let niggas smoke in restaurants. I saw they had like a restaurant well, where but they just smoke. They just decriminalized the shit. And they made it recreational like uh, two months ago. So yes, everybody fire. lit now. We almost did. But I will say, when I was, it's just like when you're in Bourbon Street and you lie at the J on Bourbon Street, they don't know where it's coming from. When it was in New York, we on 14th Street, we in you know, Union Square, we on Times Square, blah, 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 whatever it is. Central Park, if it's overcrowded and I like the J, they don't know who it's coming from. That's a fact. Yeah. But see, we would just be walking around passing the shit in see, high school, bro, just passing the shit. When love I was. Mama. I don't know if she's listening or not, but I love you. When I was with people who partook in that life, I'm not going, you know, incriminate myself, but I, every time in public, I was cool with niggas doing that. But like at the club, I was always like, I don't and know. <laughs> See, yeah, the, the nigga, you know who I'm talking about. The niggas that light up in the club and they like, yeah, we chief and you want this? Like, no, nigga, we in the That's fucking true. club. <laughs> yeah, like I'm in clothes and I can be captured. I don't like Exa- that. And the bouncers just are looking at the people that's doing it. The bouncers know where it's coming from, but they just yeah. being nice. Exactly. They really just being nice. Yeah. But if the boys but walk I, in here, they're gonna be looking at the basket be like, it's them niggas. It's him. There. He gonna point, he and got you. Three. I'm like, God damn, I'm gonna be out. Bro, I noticed at least out here, like if you do that kind of shit, nobody give a fuck as long as you the nigga spend the money. Mm. So like if it's like a nigga at a table getting bottles and shit. They can light up Ooh, 20, yeah. 20 blunts. Nobody give a fuck. You know what I mean? But if it's let broke, nigga, nigga. Yeah, let the broke nigga in the corner sipping water. That, try to that's the broke shit. nigga in the corner with they about to body slam that nigga out the club, bro. See, you live in a city where, you, where money talks. I fuck with that. Nah, but it's I fuck with that. Bro, because no, it's not. Bro, When well, I don't know what it is now, but when Delta Graham was popping and I was over there, the nigga that was in the, in the section with all the Ciroc bottles and the Henny and all that other shit, they could light up all the blunts they wanted. That broke-ass nigga in the corner with the water? Bro, 
All the niggas picking him up by his shoulder, by his chest. That's like, what I'm saying, you bro. Bum ass out the club, you know, bro. Like, yeah, you ain't <laughs> spent no money and you sliding the blood here. Oh, no, you got some coke. But they see, that's Delta have- Grand. I'm talking about like the niggas that just be random in nighttime that's just in the crowd. And I'm like, nigga, yeah, you wild. <laughs> see, but like, it's different now because the shit actually illegal. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I hear, bro, I'll never forget. I went to a currency show like maybe two or three years ago, bro. And we got in the club and before this nigga came on, his DJ went on the stage and was just telling niggas straight up, like, make sure y'all got the gas, nigga, roll the <laughs> shit up, do whatever you gotta do, because this nigga currency about to come on. Right before this nigga could even start his set, the fucking club smoke alarms went off because it was just so much weed smoking that motherfucker, bro. They was trying to like open up the side door, get a big ass fan to fan it out. The fire department pulled up. Everybody still chiefing, bro. I swear to God, bro. They said, look, Curse DJ told me to light it up, so I'm finna light it up. That's a, but Nigga, every the, time I've the seen the him, that happened. The not, not to that extent. Still going off. And That's he crazy. He kept doing the show. Killed it too, bro. Did like he basically went on the set and he was like, nigga. All that new shit, that ain't what I'm here for, nigga. I'm I'm only performing for the niggas that, that fuck really been rocking with me. And he did all the classics, like from high school, all the mixtape shit, bro. Like that's fine. Currency put on a fire ass show. He does I will say anytime a nigga, anytime a rapper or the rapper DJ came out and said some shit like that, that was that was it. Like you couldn't stop it. The you whole couldn't. shit was about to be a smoke cloud. Like I remember, but the, the only two times I've experienced that was with man. Where the fuck y'all at with the blunts, man? And after that, nigga didn't say nothing else. He walked off the stage again. When he came back, there was a smoke cloud because it was like not Lil Wayne telling me to slide it up. So I'm gonna light it up. <laughs> yeah, that's only happened twice with me. Wiz and Currency. Those are the only two niggas that I seen get away with doing that shit. Lil it's Wayne crazy, did that shit bro. in New York. I was shocked. See, that's wild. That's why we was in New York City. I mean, we wasn't in Manhattan. We was in Queens, but it, it's still New York City. And he said, where y'all at? And I'll never forget it because they never let another rapper do a show there again. It was in <laughs> Queens. It was where they do. It was like a um, a U.S. Open arena. But they, oh. they flipped it for him and Drake when they were doing the Drake and, and oh, the way the versus shit. That- right. He did it in Queens because I was trying to, I thought it was going to be MSG. I'm ready to blow the bag. I go check the ticket. It's only $110. Like, $110. My biggest regret not going to that show. Bro, that motherfucker had that bitch lit. That whole neighborhood was like, if Lil Wayne comes over here again, we are not letting him perform. They were so mad he had them white folks upset. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne throw it down. I can't even lie. Wayne, every time he come to the um the little Superdome Championship Square, he be throwing it down. Gotta give him his props. He's not like Future. Future's trash. Tr- trash, trash. But, all right, speaking of music, Fat Joe Doom, I want to see if you agree with this since you music, man. Fat Joe said, Khaled, modern-day Quincy Jones. I heard him say that nah, shit. Nah, man. I said- heard him say that shit. <laughs> and I was like, Joe smoking dope, dope. <laughs> He's smoking big dope. He clowning. It, it Quincy pers- Jones? Yeah, bro. It just depends on perspective, though. Because, like, if, if niggas only talking sales and, like, what commercial success, then I could see an argument for Khaled. I still think Quincy Jones will get it. But it's a difference between, like, quality and creating shit. Yeah. And then just being a dude that know how to put the right people in the room. Not saying that that don't take a talent. Cause he do know what producers to match up with what artists and you know what I'm saying? He get the right beats. Like that takes takes skill to do it. I I don't think that's that hard, bro. I mean, it's probably not. It takes skill to have that address book. 
the but address exactly. book is what calls exactly. it. I think exactly. that the uh, from the time when I first seen Khaled on Top Shotas back when I was a kid, I think his address book has been long expanded and it's overseas. You feel me? It's fine. In his lifetime, that's a fact. I don't yeah. think there's a talent to put the right people in the right room. I think it's the fact of the address book, and he's able to call these people to put them. Hey, that that matter that they yeah, answer because these niggas don't answer for everybody. Jones, no, that's that yeah, that's blasphemous. Cat? No, that's big cap. No, that that was like creating some of the Quincy Jones made Fresh Prince. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not listening to my Quincy Jones was actually getting there and making sounds. Quincy Jones made Thriller and Fresh Prince. Khaled has what not made anything is, close. I don't even know if Khaled has any producer credits on a lot of these shits, bro. He just be in the room. He just be in the room. I'm gonna say early Khaled did. Like, I'm on early one. Khaled. Khaled did, but this Khaled, no, this I'm one, on mm-hmm. one. I'm, I'm, say, on I'm gonna say I'm on one. I'm gonna say I'm on one. Welcome to my hood. Welcome to my hood. Had producer credit. <laughs> I'm on one. By by the time I'm on one came out, he wasn't doing shit. Nah, I'm gonna say he stopped at like victory. That and that's being generous. That's being generous. I'm sure. I'm sure. Welcome <laughs> to my hood and Ace Hood was the last shit I put. I I put that uh that bitch my new um my Bugatti. What that was? That was that future shit with Ace Hood, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the last time he was actually in there. See, that's right. after I'm on one. It nah. was? Yeah, that's after I'm on one. I All think right. so. All right, bet, bet, bet. I'm going to give him that then. After the Bugatti shit, after Ace Hood fell off, I realized that he wasn't really producing no more. No, he was just trying to be an exec and, and, and right. do that type of shit. Yeah, you're not Quincy Jones, man. Fat Joe just capping for his friend. That's his friend. Like I said, and, 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 and that's what I thought. So I'm like, Fat Joe, I know what you're doing this for. I'm not gonna let you do it though. Yeah, no, that's a fact. But like, if anybody asks me about my friends, oh yeah, they're the best at what they do. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's my niggas. Like, I'm, I don't give a fuck. Like, so I, I feel Fat Joe. Now, if it's true, that's a different story. I don't know if Fat Joe would really say that, like, actually. Right. But like, he wouldn't say that to Chris Jones' face. Fuck no. He did, he didn't actually believe that though. Yeah, I don't like, think he, he believed that. Because if he did, he'd say to Chris Jones' face. Like, and as much as I hate the nigga, I'm about to talk about. If there was a modern day Quincy Jones, it'd be P. Diddy. Yeah, probably so. The only person really during the time period when Mace and them was hot and and you know RIP. Because he, he made every genre. That's the closest yeah. one. Yeah, no, that yeah. would be yeah. the closest person to a Quincy Jones. Did TV? Did movie? Like right? That's, that's like, I don't yeah. think I don't think there's another person that even comes close to that. No, not really. Not to what Quincy did. Like they smoking dope to even compare a Khaled to that. Yeah, like yeah. say Kanye before Khaled. Like right. I, I like, maybe there's I so many people acknowledge that before Khaled. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I could have a debate about a certain amount of people. I give them a debate for LeBron before I gave them a debate LeBron. for Khaled. <laughs> we making TV shows, movies. He examples of a lot of shit. LeBron. He ain't making no music. Hey, matter, matter of fact. He was he, an executive producer. He did, for on that two chains. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. I gave it to LeBron before I gave it to Cali. Cali got me fucked up. Man, LeBron ain't doing nothing but paying niggas to put his name on that shit. I'm not giving LeBron no props for that shit. Y'all think LeBron wrote Space Jam? No. Hell okay. no. <laughs> Hell no. That's like All you, you gotta do. Me if he wrote any bars for Two Chains album. No. True. Bro. All right, fair, fair. All fair. you gotta do is go look at this man Instagram captions, and then you'll see he not capable Don't of writing no type of script at all. At all, bro. My man's only had an Ohio public school education. 
It's Maverick that's creating all them shows anyway. They've, if we really want to dive into it. I mean, did Matt go to college? Mav did go to college, I think. He did? Okay. Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't know if he did or not. That was a real I question. Think so. I think so. I'm, I'm like 85% sure he did, because I'm pretty sure I saw an episode of Shop. Now, did he graduate? I don't know, but I know he went. Okay, no, I mean, even if he went, that still opened my eyes to a lot of shit. Even before I graduated, it opened my eyes to a lot of shit that I wasn't aware about before. That's a fact. So I'm pretty, yeah. So Mav is the one doing anything. But shout out to Brian, man. Brian killing it. But Fat Joe, you lying, nigga. That's just, yeah, that's just a fact. Yeah, I, I respect him loving his friend, though. I do. That's the only thing I can be like, yeah, you know, solid. Right, right for your boy. That's a fact. Doom, let me ask you how you feel about Oh, go ahead, Doom. No, nah, I was just going to say real quick, since uh, B had brought up Diddy, what y'all think about his IG post, man? Is Which it corny one? or nah? Oh, with J-Lo? Do yeah. your thing, nigga. Fuck it. I, fu- I fucked with it. I fucked with that energy. Because Man, that's crazy, though, when ben, you really think about it. Because Ben really Affleck about posting it. about it, like, what's the same? What's the same? He can't. He should have shot. I, I'm not saying that he can't. It just looked wild. Like you, you can do whatever you wanted to. You know I wouldn't. Do, I wouldn't it do, do it. It look wild though. It looked it it look 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 a little wild. wild. I can't even lie to y'all. It like, wild. like, bro, think about think about if the chick you dated like back in high school, bro. You sent a shot though. Ten years later, and you just post a picture of you and the chick when y'all was together on your Instagram. How you how you think that conversation going when niggas see? Wait, don't go well. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. I would do it, but I fuck with the energy. Fuck I, I mean, energy. I like it, bro. If you want your thing back, go after it. But that looked crazy, bro. That looked crazy, my nigga. Now that you break it down like that, it looked it looked real wild. It looked wild from the jump for me. I was like, oh no, he's wild. It looked really wild, especially since I know I compared it to Ben Affleck, but Ben Affleck's with her like today. <laughs> ben Affleck's like, posting like new pics. I know A Rod's sick. Poor A Rod. Yeah, like, he's not up. sick. I'm sure there was plenty of times that they went places. And well, he cheated first, so you know. Well, yeah, but it was plenty of times. I'm telling you right now, what got his mind to that? They were going places, and she talked to a bunch of dudes. She said hi to a bunch the of guys. The first time P. Diddy was, see, P. Diddy been through smoke in this relationship, man. Right. And one of them performances, he was there, and she, he was like, oh, yeah, he was talking to her, and A-Rod didn't fuck with that. I remember that. That was, like, last, uh, right before COVID. Then it was clowning. P. Diddy been doing this. Right. I'm saying, like, so it's happened all the time. Her birthday come around. They did the, the yacht oh, party yeah, the, shit. The Valentine's they had, Day they shit. They had wild rappers on there. They talking Weird. about, oh, Remember they told me have fun doing this? And, Just and weird. Like, yeah, poor A-Rod. A-Rod said I had enough of that shit, man. But yeah, you know, you're right, Doom. Diddy did look a little nuts for that. But I fuck yeah, that's, that's crazy. I like it, bro. I mean, because he he the kind of nigga that could get away with shit. Like that's that. what I'm saying. Like, I'm I, not like, I, I can't do that. To. Fuck yeah, no. I like, me and you, me and you cannot do that. But like. If we get to the level that we can, I fuck with the, the option that we can, nigga, just because we, we don't this. That shit fire. I don't know it if looked... I would ever do that. Cause no, I feel no, like, no, 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 yeah. I feel like that's some corny nigga shit to do. Like, if you that's really want to back, you got to... You got to do that behind up. the scenes. That's a yeah, fact. You got you to gotta hit up directly. But the fact, like you said, that he's that powerful to do it, do it, nigga. Like, I love yeah. seeing niggas utilize their power in their favor. Because like... that's, that's basically saying, nigga, I'm prepared to see about any smoke that come with this post. That's some like savage ass shit. Like nigga, that's I don't a give a fuck if you get in your feelings. You can handle that. that I'm posting this shit. That's, that's my fact. bitch, nigga. That's some gangster ass shit, bro. That's why I'm fuck with. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that shit is that's fire. Some gangster shit. Now I gotta ask you, Doom. You brought that was a good one, but I gotta ask you. See, this this has been on my mind, and this is no disrespect to anybody out here who gonna take this a certain type of way. 
but it just bugs me. I'm not going to say no names. Just bugs me. When artists are constantly sending you music, begging for promo, saying, do this, do that, sending it to you in your DMs, maybe five times, maybe like five times a week, multiple times a day. That shit is that. Why can't I find your music on my own? Like, yeah. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to look for it. And I get you got a promo. I understand it. But like not seven times, not seven times a week in my DMs. See, crazy. that's that's the thing, though. I feel like and and for anybody, I'm sure there's probably multiple artists that are like actively trying to do music, listening to this. And I'm not talking about no one in particular, because right, fuck yeah. with y'all. Y'all know I fuck with yeah. y'all. Like, yeah, I don't know how that is. But there are some people who just flood a nigga email and I'm like, yo, y'all doing the most. Yeah, but it's crazy, though, because they feel like you could get some extra eyes on their work. So that's why they do certain shit like that that. to you. But the thing is, it's like, especially for artists, like if you just dope, like if you just make dope shit and we already follow each other and I see that your shit is dope, that's gonna make me do more for you. Just because it's dope. Exactly. (laughs) Like you ain't gotta hit me up because a nigga hitting me up 10 times to listen to this, post this, tweet, nigga, fuck your shit. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck no more, nigga. Like, Shout out to Fade. Fade never asked me for shit. I listened to Fade album on my own. I was driving to work. I was like, oh, this shit fire. Let me retweet this. Like Organic uh, shit is a lot better. That's what like, I'm saying. Yeah. I prefer shit when it happens naturally. Like, I like still the thrill of finding music. And I get what you're saying, dude. Why people send it to me. I, and I 100% understand that. But to me, I don't know. I'd rather you just follow me on Twitter. And then I follow you back and I check it out. That that, right. that yeah. That's like the nudge enough. Like, you know, the, the problem is niggas don't know how to make this shit interesting enough mm, to make to you click, on. click it. Without, That's a fact, too. Without begging to listen to it. You know what I mean? That's, That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of motherfuckers that that got clout from like doing other shit that as soon as they get they put music out, they assume that I'm going to fuck with it. And I will say I ain't going to say no names. I ain't gonna say names. There's niggas that I used to fuck with. When I used to do radio, man. Niggas out here putting out EPs and you on the radio, you got a certain kind of energy, right? Then they put the EP out, and these niggas sound like white people chicken in North Dakota. Ooh. Ain't no seasoning, <laughs> ain't no motherfucking spice. They got this bitch bland as hell, and they're like, boy, I go fuck with you, boy. And I'm like, bro, you born and raised in Baton Rouge, and the way you rapping like that, bro. Yeah. And why you rapping like that? See, that's another thing. That shit. I hate when people ask me to listen to their music because if it's trash, how do I say it's trash? <laughs> I still ain't respond yet. Yeah, you don't want to give know. Piece but, my see, mind. but see, my that's shit the thing. Just on red, you that's know the, it was trash. That's the thing, dude, because I be on red a lot. And like, I left them on red, big dog. I, I leave a lot of people on red, and it's like, People might think I have beef with it, but it's not beef. I just didn't know how to tell you your shit was ass. <laughs> well, see, but that's the thing, though. Like, I feel like as somebody that do music, like when I put some shit out and somebody say they ain't like it or they don't fuck with it, I don't look at it like, oh, you beefing. Like, I look at it like everybody not like you. <laughs> I, I respect the fact that you had the nuts to tell me like, yo, that ain't it. Right. Now I know I need to go change some shit up. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm already at a point where I, hey, I feel like I'm nice. Like I worked enough to be able to say, like, even if I made a trash ass song, I still know with the music, I'm nice. Confident you know, yourself. Nigga can yeah, tell facts. me that I'm not nice. You know what I mean? So it's like, it ain't no reason to be beefing with niggas because they opinion. 
that's a fact. I, I look, I'm with you, but not everybody feels that way. Not yeah. every, and then they like, why you ain't listen yet? Why you ain't listen yet? Nah, nigga, I listen. You should just not good. Like, I, I tell a nigga it's trash without saying it's trash though. Like I'll be like, hey, you need to but just see, work on work on the ad. There's like, also the niggas that it, like, you know what I'm saying? If, but then, but then, but then niggas be pushing it like, well, what you mean? Like they they start asking questions about your little thing, and it gets to the point where it's like, nigga, I'm trying to say everything in my power not to say you trash, yeah. but you just keep pushing at it, keep pushing at it. Oh, it's That's because like do. they get in the false <laughs> yes men. They keep telling them they shit is fire. So then it when you not. say it's not fire, yeah. all of a sudden like, well, 20, 30 people that told me it's fire. I'm like, because they. Fake boy, you want to keep snakes in your grass? Go ahead, don't mow the lawn. But me, fact. I'm out here being real with you. This what you got right here, ain't it? And he don't listen to my podcast. Fuck him. The nigga do a lot of <laughs> shit. He do a lot of shit in the community, man. And so the community fuck with him hard. Like, don't say do his name though. Drives. I'm not saying that. He do a lot of back to school drives. Baton Rouge fuck with him heavy. He be at all the events for the kids. He fuck with the kids heavy, bro. But boy, I'm gonna send y'all the link, man. Wait, this motherfucker wait. is on this shit and is dry. Stop, B. I know who you talking about. Stop, wait, shit. I know who you talking about. this shit so dry, nigga. I had to go get water out the fucking fridge. I almost choked on this Popeye's biscuit rapping flow, man. What you doing with this, my boy? And you know what I'm saying? Like, for me, it's a little different because, like, I'm on mixtapes. I've done this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, but I can be in the booth with my niggas from high school, my niggas I met in college, and be I'm like, dying. bro, go back Dude, in there. I'm gonna send it to you because I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Re-record it, you feel me? Oh, hey, that nigga go back in there. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know he's gonna be listening to this shit like, they don't fuck with us. <laughs> I do back to school drives. <laughs> I sent my shit to this nigga a month ago. He and it was about ass. Me. It was ass. Bro. I ain't gonna say your name, but it was ass. Bro. God. He could have gave me a little bit more, bro. I know he got more in the tank. And that's okay, what bothered so you want me. More. All right. There was, but I know there's more in the tank. And that's what bothered me because there's a lot of yes men in his corner that told mm, him that the way he recorded that. it was okay. And I'm like, bro, if I'm your nigga, I'm in there like, bro, go back in here. We Give do me that. that. I that. respect right. that. I respect and that. And that's my shit. When I go to the studio with my niggas, when I go to New York, I'm like, bro, go back in there. You got that, bro. See? Yeah. That's, a, that's a good person. Off. You know All what I'm right. saying? Right. But everybody that was with him was like, oh, no, first take Drake. You got it. And I'm like, no, he don't. <laughs> hey, real shit, though. All artists listening, if you ain't got at least one nigga on the team that's going to be comfortable enough to tell you when some shit is cheeks, you gotta reevaluate the niggas you around, bro. That's you exactly. recorded 50 songs, my nigga, That's and everybody fact. just thought everyone was a hit. They're lying to you, bro. That's Thank you, dude. Drake don't even do that. Drake bro, and like 50 for 50, nigga. And like, like I'm not saying I'm I'm like, I'm not saying that we anybody by any means necessary, but if you want me to retweet it. We built a credibility with the people the way I'm not gonna tell them to listen to something that's trash. I'm sorry, I'm right. not. And then I'm on top of that, nigga, see, this is the next one that I really don't like when niggas ask me to send something to Justin. Like, I'm not going to send nothing to Justin if it's not hot fire. Like, yeah, I, that's like, oh, that should be making irking me, bro. That should be irking me, bro. Because it's like, I help people who I think, like for Jay Sand don't have to ask me to do nothing. Jaira don't have to ask me to do nothing. Kayla Brown, who's coming on the show today, don't have me to ask me for shit. Adam Dollars don't have to ask me for shit. Chris don't have to ask me for shit. Faye don't have to ask me shit. I do it because y'all shit is fire. Because your shit is fire. But like, 
new nigga who only been rapping for like three weeks. I'm not. Yeah, man. Not and mix not... y'all songs, bro. I don't want to oh, get bro, too, bro, too bro, nerdy bro, with it, but mix y'all shit, my nigga. Listen, That's I'm, another I'm a, thing. I'm a name drop right now. This time I'm a name drop because he's my dog. My friend cool. Dean, he did like three or four mixtapes or whatever when he was growing up. And I was like, bro, who's mixing the songs? Because at this point, I had already moved to Louisiana, so I don't know. I'm not in there with them no more. And he's like, I did it myself. And I was like, bro, I love you. But you don't know how to mix and master songs. So like, he, he was like, nah, bro, I got this. He did one project that he had got mixed professionally and it had a good reception or whatever. So he thought he could do the next one. The next two mixtapes he put out, all the blogs is like, it doesn't sound like it's mixed properly. Then we do a, a combined shit, and I said, bro, if I'm sending you audio tracks to, to host this mixtape from Louisiana, make it sound good. You don't get this shit mastered properly, we gonna fall out. And I can You're say right? right now, he is Thea's godfather because he listened to me. The shit is, niggas be out here trying to mix and master shit themselves, and bro, if you don't know what you're doing, bro, you don't know what it's... Or at least learn. Like, niggas just try to do it from cuff. Like, right. you, can't, you like, can't watch one five-minute YouTube video and know how to master that's, that's my thing, though, Lynn. It's like, it's really one of them things, bro, where it's like, if you put some shit out that's just unmixed, you didn't even try to yep. make it sound official, that let me know that you don't even give a fuck about your trash ass shit. And nobody so going to it. Yeah, why, why am I listening to it? Why do I need to repost this and send yep. this to niggas that I know? You That's know what I mean? Because no, like, look, you don't even give a right fuck now. about it. You ain't even mix it. You ain't even try to, you know what I'm saying? That's like 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 putting a movie out and you don't edit it. You don't add right. any special effects. You don't have music in the background. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to yeah. do the full you shit. You ain't bet on yourself, so why should I bet on you? Yeah, man, That's come a fact. on, man. That's a fact. And like like I said, this is no disrespect to nobody. Like, I want all y'all to... There's enough idea for everybody to eat. I want all y'all to eat. Real nigga shit. But like, some of y'all got to do it. Like, you know, do it a little bit longer. That's all I'm going to say. Do it a little bit longer. Or actually, like, learn your craft. Or like, work on your craft. Don't just like record something because like I'm tired of the niggas who think oh yeah Uzi did this in 10 minutes like I can do this in 10 and like, there's nigga, nothing wrong with asking for help there's nothing nigga wrong. you don't have Uzi's engineers my nigga right. like, you don't have you don't have niggas that's gonna go in like I know niggas who go in and like adjust the fucking like notes of each fucking word syllabus yeah, to make bro. it like fit the auto tune like y'all not doing that so like you can't uh, no 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 because you don't have niggas to make your no 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 sound fire nigga I'm sorry yeah. I'm sorry. Go like actually work on writing something. Unless you got the niggas to make your shit sound fired. And if you can do that, then do that. But like most of you niggas don't have that. I'm just being honest. That's a fact. I had to get that off my chest. That was one of the things that I was like, gotta come in this week and say it's been too long. Another thing I'm too that's been too long. I'm sick of workers at a place. They are upset working, especially when I'm super nice. Like if I come in super nice, you can't be upset that you working. That's not my fault. I'm trying to be nice to you. Why not? Why not have a mutual respect? Because then if you get ugly with me, you can't be mad if I get ugly with you. And then another thing I got to just add on to that. How do y'all feel about this situation happened this weekend with me and my girl? We sat at the restaurant and talked about it for like 20 minutes. And I was just like trying to prove my point. She's, and y'all y'all both. Well, I know Brooklyn's worked in the service industry. I don't know about doing it. So y'all got so 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 it's not like I'm talking to niggas who ain't working because that's the that's the thing I always get. You ain't working in the service industry, so how you gonna know? Well, I'm talking to a nigga that works in the service. I've been there. Yeah. So let me ask you: it, it, Am I wrong 
for feeling upset that the niggas forgot something that I ordered for that I paid for. Am I wrong for that? Nope. Am I wrong for asking it to come back? She told me I'm wrong because the service niggas, you know, they don't like, you know, it become an issue for them. You don't know what they're going through. Their service may be fucked up, such, such and such. And I feel that. But why am I to suffer that? This shit was messed say, up. Nah, nah, I want to know how Brooklyn started, feel. Since the pain pizza started, they've been hiring a lot of people who don't have experience that, that, that are not servers. Yeah. And like when I moved to Monroe and I first got here before I got the full time job as a producer, I was working at a restaurant here. And bro, when I tell you, I'm like shoulders, head, shoulders, knees and toes above a lot of the motherfuckers that was out there serving. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, yeah, bro. Basically, anybody who who applied, we hired him. So right now, see, my girlfriend did tell me that. It's a scary sight right now in the service industry, bro. It's a scary sight. That is true. They hire and, and, and let me give a caveat. Boy, that's let me give a caveat. The person at the restaurant probably couldn't speak English. He barely could, barely. Ooh. So like, and they got him serving tables. Serving tables. Nah, yeah. nah, nah. That was better on the restaurant's part because he should have been in the back. Nothing wrong with him being from another country. And then on top of that, English, okay. And then, and then if I'm a tell the story, they messed up her stuff first. You know me, I'm not gonna let her stuff be messed up. Like, right. I, I, I take my stuff messed up, but you mess up her stuff, like, I'm gonna complain. Like, she get mad at me for complaining about my stuff, but I complain about your stuff. I'm gonna go fuck. So I complain, but then it come back, it's still not right. I feel like I should complain again. No, you messed up twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For my once, shit, shit, shame on you. you that's all me. I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And we no, talked about it for like 15. No, yeah, but we, we wasn't like we wasn't arguing. It was just a healthy. I've debate. seen a lot of bad servers since the pan pizza, bro. They've been out here just hiring. See, whoever. bro, I'm gonna I'm just say this. I don't care what the situation is. Do me like me going through. You like what me, you, nigga? If I pay for it, I won't. Give it to <laughs> like, me. Yeah, you gotta give it. it. To me, I'm saying. That's, that's me, it, Doom. That's not, me. Now, the, the niggas that be sitting there talking about, hey, nigga, you didn't come with my water. You didn't check on the table in five minutes. Like, they be wilding. Asshole, nigga. Yeah, that's a fact. But if I pay for something, my nigga, like if you I order it, it and yeah. you charge me for it, it better come to this table or we having problems, nigga. Right. That's a fact. Like, and then, but then they, then they give some, some more caveat to the story. They didn't charge me for the thing because I do believe they heard me in my girlfriend conversation. I thought I was whispering. My girlfriend said I can't whisper. So they might have heard. And I will heard say, us. most of the time I was serving Lafayette, I was serving the River Ranch. And they so, definitely did not charge so us for the thing. So I, I will you, say that. Caveat is When that. I was dealing with people that was privileged, almost everybody I was dealing with was privileged because I was serving the River Ranch. So, like, I was serving motherfucking uh, Morris Bart, motherfucking yeah. uh, uh, Pussy Shack. Gordon, what's the motherfucking name? Uh, I know you're talking about Gordon McKernan, yeah, attorney at law. <laughs> right. I'm serving these prison motherfuckers, and I come out there, my shit is perfection, boy, because I know how it get. Yeah, but they do yeah. tip well, though. That's the other thing. Like, I do know that because one of they my friends works at, oh, damn, never mind. Yeah, nigga, if, you, if you that nigga, and I'm they doing a little extra, you know what I'm saying? You better I'm do coming right. back every two minutes. Better tip me, nigga. Oh, Listen, I'll tell you right now, That's Gordon McKernan, you could be Gordon posting McKernan, on Facebook. he cool with me. But uh, Morris Burke kissed my ass. Oh, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> oh man. Morris Burke not getting to this bag. He too damn cheap. He go there and he share a fajita with two of his grown ass sons. Like, That's crazy. I, his sons go to um, what's the what's the Catholic school? I'm not doing uh, this. I'm not doing this with you. Shit. <laughs> but I, I do think he came school. up to a topic though. His if he, sons if he don't remember. go to Catholic school. 
in Lafayette. They play football. They out there sharing one fajita. A fajita for one, two, three grown-ass men. And he going to tip me $5. I was like, anytime. Oh, no. They're like, oh, that's, that's Marcus Bart. You want him? Fuck Why Marcus that? and his Bart. How about that? Why the hell that nigga on Facebook the next See, hour? Bro, that's how they I always have him on Facebook. That's how I know he wasn't shit, bro. bro that's a picture of the, of the receipt. Be I like, hey, do bro. that. I know I some people that work in Rafino's on the river. They're like, Mars Bar cheap as hell. I'm like, oh, he's cheap over there? I know he's going to be cheap over here. I'm at a Tex-Mex place. He at Rafino's be cheap? I don't want him. He can't be cheap at Rafino's. That's nuts. Bro, that's what I'm saying, bro. They was like, nah, he been cheap. I'm like, you a lawyer with commercials. But see, he brought up a good topic. I used to, when I used to stay at white people's house, like some certain white people's house, it was like they would do the thing where they would, their kids would like have to shit. Like everybody would share one thing. And I was like, oh, we really living like this right now? Why we came out to eat here? Why we didn't go to McDonald's where everybody be, could Right. If it was like that, you bitch, we should have cooked at home. <laughs> some... That's crazy. <laughs> and that's what I be telling some of my coworkers. They got dads or moms that are like CPAs. And good they jobs. They can't cook, right? But they've been so used to going out and sharing shit. I'm like, okay, there's one thing of like teaching your kid how to budget. But bitch, if you ain't teach your kid how to cook, how are you furthering them in their life? That's why there's a lot of people in our generation that just eat out all the time. That's why. Right. Yeah, I'm like, you're not teaching them how to cook, but you tell them how to I got to at least try. There's rest. Like, you can follow YouTube videos. Like, you can follow recipes. See, bro, I'm I'm too left yet, bro. Like, if I go too long without, like, some real meat and rice or something. Well, no, there ain't nothing wrong with bro. that, bro. But these bitches telling me, bro, I'm te- these girls born and raised in Louisiana. They talking about, hey, I'm, eating, how to cook. I'm either eating sushi tonight or I'm having a ham sandwich. He ain't lying. But they yeah, going to tell true. me she's looking for a man. I said, bitch, you're going to be looking for a long time. That's a fact. He ain't lying. He ain't a lying. long time. And I'm, and I'm like you, Doom. I got to have like rice and gravy after a while. Like, right. I need some real food. And there's nothing bro. wrong with that, bro. I need, my, I need my red beans and rice. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Because I can eat ethnic for like... I can eat ethnic for like a couple days. Like I can go from Japanese to Indian one night. I could, I could go on my ethnic tour, hit a little Thai, hit a little Japanese, hit a little, hit a little, you know, Vietnamese. I can do all that. Like we could get our ethnic food on. But after a while, just the the black man in me just wants like either some barbecue or some rice and gravy. Like it's just the truth. Yeah, bro, I'll be needing that. That's a fact. I'm with Y'all you. Y'all made me a fire-ass beef stew. I today, saw. Bro. I didn't. Okay. Oh, I, I know I didn't respond to the that. snap. I was waiting I for was the show. For it it didn't look good. And then you had the TikTok <laughs> captions. I saw you on the low. I said, I see you, my boss. I playing. Oh, yeah, man. man. I, I got to. Bro, That that's why it blow me when females just can't cook at all. Like when all you got is the little basic shit that. Well, oh, no. Just, some shit that's like. Medicini Alfredo. Niggas be eating that every night. I just want to meet her mama. I need to see her mama. That's my thing. Cause like I don't really want to blame you until I meet your mother. I want to blame you. I'm I want to. I want to blame you. But then when I meet your mom, and your mom can't cook, and I'm like, oh. See, see my mom. My mom can cook. She didn't it's teach me shit. She but, only. Hey, it's no excuse. And I still do. That's what I'm saying, YouTube, my nigga. That's it's what I'm YouTube. saying, dude. I still can cook a little bit. Like, and I call and ask my mom for certain things, and she don't. See, that's how I know she didn't teach me nothing. She be like. Lennon, I don't do this by time because I'm always like, how how long do you do this for? How long do you do this for? Because I cook by fucking time. Like I'm sorry, I as you should. I have to cook by time. Hell That's the, nah. I cook by feel. I cook like, like the old people. See, you cook by feel. I can't do that. Yeah, shit, bro. bro. I don't I know do how that. long shit go. I don't know how what's the measurements. On I the can't do that, dog. I, I don't can't know do none that. of that, nigga. We ate. If it look right, 
that we go to the next. The seasoning is cool. I don't mind yeah, this. Like the seasoning, I don't, I don't ask for cups or whatever. But right. if it's like, I gotta saute something for so long, or that shit gonna be raw. I gotta follow no, the. Oh man, look, bro, you look in the pot. If that motherfucker look all the way ready, you then good. to the next step. Yeah. No, <laughs> I actually, it. I take it back. I think Doom right, cause like my baby yeah. mama, I love her to death. You know what I'm saying? Love Thea, whatever, whatever. Her mom couldn't make rice, and I was like. <laughs> What you mean you can't? See, that's easy though, dog. That's easy. Right. That's what it was scary. Because I was like, (laughs) you can't make rice. The man tell you how to do it. Right. I'm not (laughs) asking you to make crawfish etouffee. Nigga, I said white rice (laughs) on the pot. Why you can't make white rice? Like, that's what I'm saying. I cut us some bell. That shit not easy. It's not, it's not, it's not. On the stove. On the stove is hard. I can't. No, it's not. Bro, one hard. wrong move and that shit is fucked I'm up. I'm used to it now. Many I'm moves. used to it now, but like I was spoiled for a little bit. I had a rice cooker. Boy, that shit was fire. You open the lid too early and you gotta start you all fuck. over. That's a fact. That's a fact. Like, I taught not... how to do that I'm shit. I'm telling you, she you was like, go... I'm gonna take this with me for the rest of my life. And I'm like, I got you because I'm like, well, my mom, they grew up, it wasn't even like an old stove. It was literally fire on wood. N- nigga, do you want a rice cooker? Cause I'll buy you one for Christmas. Bro, I love cooking rice. Bro. Like you love cooking rice. Do you, thank you, dude. Do you want a rice cooker? Like if you're a real Louisiana nigga, you gotta I don't have, I don't have rice cooker, bro. I'm gonna buy you one, Brooklyn. Rice. Brooklyn, I, I I'm getting y'all. you one for Christmas. Y'all. I'm getting you one. No, like, it's like, like me, bro. You gotta have saying, it. <laughs> I'm saying for me, like I eat a lot of Louisiana shit. So I'm always picking combo. I love rice. Beef stew and shit. Like, I eat rice with everything. I gotta have a rice cooker, bro. I ain't God. about to have a headache on the stove. No, it's not it on the stove, man. Two cups, four cups of water, nigga. Put that I shit on. leave it on the stove with the pot. Pop that shit. Pop that shit. Go watch you some TV, nigga, and wait for Hold the little thing. Maybe I need to come teach you how to do rice because that's the same thing I do. No, nigga, stove, no, baby. no, you do not do that on the stove. <laughs> Chef's swear to God. If a hey, swear to God, but the rice cooker, whenever it's done, it's done. It's warm. When that, when that rice on the stove is done, you got to go get that shit. Oh, no, no. Dirt. I will say that the rice could do it faster. Because that when too, I do that. 10 minutes. Go, 10 minutes max. 10, I can watch minutes. the whole first half of a basketball game and then the rice is done. But with y'all, it's a lot faster. So yeah, that's a good point. 10, I can't 15, argue with that. It's fire, too. The nicer the rice cooker you get, better yeah, results. Man. I don't I, know. I fuck with that. I'm the telling you. The gratification of me making the rice myself makes me feel good. But see, I'm a nigga that don't have a microwave, though, because I don't believe in that shit. That shit's unhealthy. I'm like, I don't fuck with that. I don't heat nothing up through microwave, all up from the stove, nigga. But a rice Thanks. cooker, gotta have. Gotta have. You still got a microwave, B? Yeah, I mean, I don't use it very much, but yeah. Dude, you got you, a microwave? It's mostly for Thea, to be yeah, honest but- with you. I don't really use it either. Ever since Ooh. I got that fucking uh, air fryer, changed the game. Air bro. fryer <laughs> and instant pot, bro, it's done with. See, I need to get me an instant pot. That's the thing. That's I all I'm missing. Is but that's what pot. I made that stew in, bro. I know. That's, that's why I was jelly. Crazy, I saw that. Because then, don't you have simmer on there? You got like all kind of yeah, different, bro. Oh, like, yeah, bro. Like, nigga, pot. you could you could like saute the meat and everything in the pot. Like I thought it was just the pressure shit, but it's like an actual pot, my nigga. Like, See. I'm telling y'all, one of these things, either the air fryer or the instant pot gonna kill us. I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, there's no way. We yeah. cooking food like the Jetsons, my nigga. Like, it's one of the That's what took I about went four back hours to my damn pot. Y'all here playing minutes, games. My nigga. No, the rice play. cooker been a while for a while. That's not gonna kill us. Fuck y'all man. rice cooking. It may kill you. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the air fryer and the instant pot. That's what's for gonna kill us. For 30 minutes, what's the difference, man? 
hey, definitely the air fucking, fryer. That fucking instant pot been fucking niggas up, bro. Like burning the shit out of people. See, see, I'm telling you that shit. I'm waiting for the air fryer results, man. If niggas catching cancer from eating air fryer. I'm scared. I'm, I'm really you scared. Probably that. will, bro, because that shit is too fire. It's too fast. It's like too... I shouldn't be able to go and get the fucking uh. Like the Chick Fil A fries and and chicken strips and shit and just throw it in there and then and seven minutes that bitch crispy good. as fuck no grease nothing bro like crazy and then then I can go in there and cook shit. a steak at the same time facts bro crazy and it should be coming out fire but that's all I really got this week that's pretty much it I was gonna ask y'all how y'all felt about Nick Cannon's four kids and he had four kids in twenty twenty nigga that's crazy wait hold on like he it, had four man. kids in twenty twenty. That's what I Ooh. thought. That's what I thought I heard. Wait, who's 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 mama's day? Different, different moms, different moms, all different moms. Maybe, maybe like two of the same. Maybe he got me fucked up. Yeah, he had... he didn't even make money like that no more. <laughs> nigga almost lost yeah, his job crazy. on his he day got, off. Why the mouth back, nigga? Yeah, I know, but he lost his job on his day off. So a nigga like that probably should be pulling out. Probably, but he's still, you know, he. I feel like he's straight. If you do some shit like I that, I do think you he's straight too, straight. though. I do you think he's straight. straight. Every time Drumline play, that nigga getting a check. That's a fact. Every time I, any of the movies play, he getting I a check. I drink to that, but I think he tripping. He tripping for having that many kids in one year, mm-hmm. nigga. I swear, once I have I like two, it. see, Doom is one of them niggas that's gotta have got, six children. I'm. You know what? Once I, I have two, it's snip, snip, nigga. As many as I can, bro. All right, D, I love you. I got something to say. I forgot because we didn't have a podcast last week, but I got to say it now. Last week, went home or whatever. It's the first time I seen most of my siblings in like four or five years. My dad got 10 kids, right? Mm-hmm. So we out there chilling, whatever, whatever. And it turns out at least eight or seven of us got daddy issues. I'm like, ah, damn. And I'm like, that's a damn shame. Cause like a lot of these motherfuckers didn't get to know him. And like, I got to know him. So I got that issue. So he was like, why you don't fuck with me? I told him I ain't fuck with him. He didn't even have the balls to tell me he was sorry. And then I was just like, bro. And you see the thing is a couple years ago, that shit would have hurt me dog. But now being my own, you know, being a father myself now, I realized there's things that you can do to make yourself a better parent. And I'm like, Ugh. yeah, for sure. Sorry, you ain't shit. So it's just like, for me, it was just like, it was a wide, it was an opening, like, I'll never regret moving to Louisiana. Yeah, it was like, you did the right thing. Yeah, real. Yeah. My fuckers is ass, bro. I'm like, what you, what you doing out here, bro? So, like, a lot of bad dads out there. Doing good things, because like, four kids, different baby mamas, with the kids you already had, that's tough. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like as long as you can take, take care, care of them, them yeah, right. and not just, you know, financially, like, I mean, actually, be that time, time and all that shit. right? Like, the time that shit, the time. Count. if yeah. you can do all that, I fuck with it. Like, but I'm if, all yeah, if you can be shit, super like, dad, like, like, take care legacy, of all of them. Nigga. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to think them kids going to grow old one day. Right. And that's all motherfuckers that's going to be there to take care of that you. That is something I think about, like, in the back of my mind. You know what I mean? Like. That's that's. I don't want to be at my deathbed alone. That is something yeah, I think about I'm quite often. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you, Lynn. That's a fact. I'm uh, not trying to be one of them old misers who just dies on his deathbed alone, nigga. That shit is so sad. Oh man, no, no way. And Doom is right. The only people that will be there, are your kids. Exactly. So I'm thinking like two, three, two, three is enough. Then I'll snip, snip, and I'll be good. Right. 
I, 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 I honestly, I will tell y'all this, man. When I make my way out to Las Vegas, man, I'm trying to tell you, bro, there will be a vasectomy party. I don't know what birthday it's gonna be, but the cake gonna say snip, snip, Bob, bitch. Ain't no more cute. I'm trying to tell you, my brother. I'm nah, man, they, we ain't even gotta do that no more. They got the they got the man birth control now. Oh shit! Wait, patch on I can actually get it. Oh, wait, can I really get From this? From what I understand, yeah. Oh shit, nigga. This hey, look, shit, if it's in Nevada, yeah. I ain't never leaving Nevada, so they gonna have to fuck with you. I don't know if it is or not. I ain't. I I'm ain't about to look this up. This changes the game. No, nigga. it's in clinical trials. I don't know if it's been like officially out. I don't like if like nigga. I've been saying if men could take birth control, I'd have been then started. Like I have no problems. <laughs> I love no what it does, but she wouldn't be a thing if there was men birth control. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> like what? I can have free reign to shoot wherever. Like oh my girl has always said like why don't you stop the shooter instead of the uh instead of like the tar like you're you're more concerned with the with the target instead of the gun. And I'm like that's a good point. Like why don't you stop the gun's bullets? That is true. And I'm I am down with slowing down the. The shootage or what making making the bullets not potent, you know, making them airsoft and paintball instead of like hollow points. I'm good for it. I'm ready. I don't need to be killing people. I'm cool with it. Give me some paintball guns, nigga. I still fire off. <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, I, wow. I, I can't see. Well, I mostly said, said it. Best. I said it off for this motherfucker. I'm That's what I'm saying. I still do it, but like give me the birth control. Do me wouldn't take the birth control for real. I would do the birth control. I just can't snip my shit. Oh, that God. shit just snip, crazy. snip. I'm trying like, to tell about you, it. Doom gonna be my fuck. My, he gonna be they my. They do Beyonce say you fuck. can't repair. They do say you can't repair. That's what scares me. But as long I as don't I give f- a fuck, yeah, I, I don't know. Give a fuck. I'm gonna be in there like Doom. Hold a camera. I'm gonna come out just be smiling. <laughs> Bro, all all I need is look. Let me hold my shit until it's time. But when it's when it's time to, but you see, know. you could save them though. You could save like you see. If I was gonna snip, I would save something like a cell. You That's know, too like, much trouble, man. It's they can to, take my balls. Fun to bust up in that day. They <laughs> want to go bust up in the sperm bank, nigga. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about in the in the yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's more funny. If I'm snipped, then we doing some science project to have a fucking kid. Nah, man, I'm trying to get some guts, man. Y'all taking the fun out of shit. <laughs> well, that's pretty, that. much, that's pretty much all I had this week. Oh, man. <laughs> Doom, tell the people where they can follow you at on social media, my nigga. Hello, <laughs> Doom, SGE, Instagram and Twitter, man. Y'all fuck with me. Y'all go follow Doom. Brooklyn, tell the people where they can follow you at, nigga. You can find me on all social media that we're Brooklyn at. That's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K. That's for marketing purposes. We're not trying to get sued. <laughs> oh, we're great episode this funny, week, fellas. Glad, glad we're back. Glad we are back. Hope the people enjoy it. We got a great guest this week, like a really great guest. Baton Rouge artist Caleb Brown got the song of the week. All of that's coming up right after this. Glad to see y'all, fellas. But, uh, Let's get to the song of the week right now. This episode of the Bros Who Think podcast was brought to you by the law offices of Lucretia Picante. If you need a lawyer, if you have not been paying your child support, yo, if you got baby mama drama, whatever it may be, she can help you. You've been injured in a car accident? Call Lucretia. You got your your baby mama not showing you your kids on the weekend? Call Lucretia, whatever it may be. You need a divorce from your wife? Call Lucretia. Look, you can find the law office of Lucretia Picante at 124 West Washington Street, New Iberia, Louisiana, 70560. Or you can call the number 337-374-1202. Again, 
any of your marital dispute issues, child support needs, baby mama drama, call Lucretia. But with that being said, let's get back to the song of the week. special interview i'm joined by hip-hop artist caleb brown caleb how are you doing today sir man i am feeling wonderful i'm feeling wonderful i'm smoking wonderful you know what i'm saying how about you <laughs> i'm doing well man can't complain and look i told you this off air and i'm i'm a man i gotta tell you this on air because i think it's important that the people know because it's important to just our stories and, and them understanding like how long this conversation has been in the works and and how it everything doesn't happen when necessarily you think it's gonna happen. Everything happens at the right time. And this is the right time for this to happen. But I gotta give you props because without you, I don't know if I tap into Baton Rouge rap as deep as I did 
with this podcast and have some of the connections I have without you, because in 2017, you have a listening session that I come through, meet Jose, meet you, meet Swiger, meet, I think Tommy Rouge was there or Jaira. One of them was there. I know Deshaun, AKA baby Joe was there, but just meet yeah. the whole crew. And then y'all, y'all embraced me. Y'all welcomed me. Cause at first it was probably like, what this chubby nigga doing here? Who is this? Y'all know this nigga? And I was just like, yo, I'm a, I'm a podcast host. I'm just trying to meet people and get y'all on the show. And I just want to mm. thank you for just showing me love and, and allowing me to be there and just introducing me to the whole scene. Look, always and every time, baby. You know, I do it is always open, bro, for the community. Always. That's a Anytime. fact. And y'all and y'all live by that, and y'all are y'all are men of y'all word by that. So I gotta thank y'all a lot. And let me say this: speaking of that, I always ask in terms of the Baton Rouge rap community, I always ask this question to people at the end of the show. And I always use your name because I think you are the forefront of this. So since you here, I'm going to ask you at the beginning of the show, why do you think BR rap now, the, the, the sound of BR rap that hasn't been heard from is now booming? Like, we know we got the Kevin Gates, the young boys and all of that. But to me, you're the leader of this sound that you don't necessarily typically hear from BR. Oh, um, I think of. Uh... Because for one, you know, like all the artists you just said, young boy, you know, Gates, Boosie, Webby, Fredo, whatever. Um, we all from some of the same neighborhoods. We all share some of the same experiences. Um, and it's important because we all got something to say, you know. Um, they're just sharing their their perspective of it. You know what I'm saying? Our perspectives are a little different. Uh, we were, Some people were raised a little different, you know what I'm saying? So you're not going to get... Uh, everything's not going to sound the same, but you are going to hear those similarities in all of us, all of us across the board. And I think, uh, I think, I think the biggest thing is the, uh, the honesty, uh, the originality in all of us, you know what I'm saying? And that's the, that's the key point with the new age of BR rap that I truly, truly love, whether it's you, Jose, Tommy Rouge, Ja, any of y'all, the honesty and transparency mixed with originality is brilliant. And the honesty in the album we're about to talk about that you that you created, you was honest and transparent. You put it all on the kitchen floor and you was like, look, this me, y'all take it how y'all want. Yeah, facts. No, no facts. That's right. Now, how do I pronounce the album name before we even get into it? Because I don't want to disrespect it. I just know it's a memoir. What's the, what's the first name? Yeah, so it's pronounced Nevaeh. Nevaeh, got you. So yeah. we're going to be talking about Nevaeh, a memoir, in a little bit. But for those who don't know, take me through what got you in the rap. Take, you know, the basic Wikipedia, Blackfellas Club question, just what got you in the rap and, and, and what led you to this point? All right. So I could easily just say Wayne because, yeah, he was my biggest inspiration, but I'd be, I'd be lying. Uh and you can ask Killer Cam. I don't know if you know Killer Cam, but you know, that's my, he's been my dog since the sandbox, elementary school type shit. Gotcha. Uh, you know, he, he, he coming up producing the game. You know, he's, he's one to be reckoned with. So, you know, just be on the lookout for him. But anyway, um, we had a friend, his name was Ortez Williams. Rest in peace, God bless his soul. He did and gone now, but uh, right, I never forget. I never forget uh, fourth grade, Broadmoor Elementary it was uh, by the T building. And that nigga was just freestyling. Like, he was the sickest nigga ever, son. I was like, damn, this nigga really freestyling. 
and I was rapping Wayne lyrics against this nigga, trying to, you know, and since I swear to God, from that point forward, from that day, I brought a composition notebook and I've been writing raps ever since. Hell yeah. So you, through your friend freestyling <laughs> with Wayne, that's the birth of it. Yeah, thanks. Would okay. you say would you say Wayne's the the uh the biggest inspiration, or do you have any others that 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 you in growing up really was like, okay, this nigga can rap. I like what this nigga doing. Um growing up, like like them early years, like them, you know, development stages, I just had to say it was Wayne. For sure. Got you. He was yeah. Got you. So now how do we get from I'm writing in my composition books every day to Rostrum Records? Man, shit. Uh a whole lot of fucking dedication. Uh, a whole lot of just fucking uh reaching out to people, sending my music to different people, uh, just standing to them, like who's who on the blogs and shit like that. Uh, and a lot of long ass nights, you know, a lot of long ass nights writing a lot of raps. Fuck yeah. Now, I, now how important is it to network? Cause that's, that's something you said. And how important is it to network properly about sending your songs to the right people, getting in touch. Cause this business is not what you know, it's who you know. Facts. No, that, and that's the most, I'm glad you said that because like, uh, shout out to John Tanners. If it wasn't be, if it wasn't for him, my nigga probably wouldn't be in this position. Like, um, he used to be like an editor over at Pigeons and Planes and shit back when like 2014 era, uh, and I had this record called Bad and Stand, um, and that was like the first one I had ever did. I just tweeted John. I was just like, I was young. I was like, I think I was like 15 or something like that, going on 16. Uh, and I just tweeted John and I was like, you know, hey, holla at me. I got something. And he was like, you know, joking. And he was like, also, you know, fuck you shit. But then he ended up just sending me his email. And uh, I sent him the song in like five minutes. He was like, yo, this shit hard. Like, when you want to put it out? And like, since then, I was just flooding pigeons and planes with like my, my records and shit. And like, shit's a little different. Like, a lot of the blog editors have egos and shit now. Um, a lot of them don't like to be addressed a certain way and they are people at the end of the day these are people um who yes it's a business but they still want to be able to do shit write about shit they love so i say the most important thing is make sure your music is dope and make sure whoever you're reaching out to make sure that they even this is the music they're they're even in tune with because a lot of blog editors they're not talking about hip-hop music you know what i'm saying like and another thing, I don't mean to just be going on, but bro, this thing. is what I want. Like, <laughs> I'm glad you're opening up. Take this conversation wherever you want to bring it, and I'm I'm gonna be the point guard and facilitate the questions the right way. You just you just you LeBron dunk on him, bro. I want you to. <laughs> okay, for sure. Uh, but no, nah, I was gonna say like you know, I'm still doing all my own PR. Like you know, people might think you know I might have a publicist or something. Nah, so like all the looks niggas been seeing, like it's just been me, like really tending to my relationships over these last four years since I since I was at the label now that I'm no longer there I just kept my relationships in good standing with everybody you know what I'm saying and shout out to all the black women in the industry uh oh no oh no you you gonna be right back yeah okay good. shout out to all the black women in the industry uh you know without them I don't know where this shit would be bro like and see that's something I'm, I was gonna ask you about I'm gonna I'm bring her uh Miss Nikki I think that's her name very yes, important yeah. to your crew. Talk, yeah. talk to me about that real quick. Uh, yes, Miss Nicole Planton. Shout out to Nicole. Uh, if it wasn't for Nikki, Nikki wouldn't really be here either. Because uh, she she was the first one that heard my shit. She heard Westside get the money. Um, that shit was kind of buzzing. Uh, 
she saw the video. She was like, you know, yo, what you doing? Uh, I, this was like going to my senior year of high school. So this is like the summer, like a couple of days before the, the school year started or whatever. But uh, she was just reaching out to me and she was adamant. She was like, you know, I love what you're doing. Like, you know, you got something to say, you have a voice, but you, you're really the future. And at the time I couldn't really see what she was saying. Like, I was just like, okay, <laughs> y'all want to sign me? That's cool. <laughs> um, but nah, she she fought hard for me. Like, whatever, like, from the tours, like, to the uh, to the blog looks, to videos, like, she she was on it. Even to reaching out to producers for this album, like, she was on it the whole time, bro. And I just, like, I love Nikki and I thanked her for everything. Like, without, it, without her, I don't know, man. This, this album would not be here for sure. Real. Okay. So, and then that's just so vital. And see, that goes to show just black women have such a p- big specific ear. And like black women are the women that make this industry go forward. That's a fact. And they don't get enough props from people like her to just to people like Karen Silva. They got so many of them out there that are hustling, grinding, that don't get their shot, they props. So shout out to shout out to Miss Nikki. Now I want to ask you going just transitioning back a little bit you mm. talked about how being independent being on your own you handling your own pr how important is it for you as a creator to have multiple hats in the sense of not only do you have to be the artist i gotta be the marketer i gotta be the person doing my business i might have to be the person scheduling my tour scheduling my shows how important is it for you to be a multifaceted tool and just advice you could give to artists that are like trying to get into this game like Nah, you can do this all by yourself. You just got to work at it. Yeah. Um, now, <coughs> I say this. I won't say you can do it all by yourself. Um, That's true. But, like, you have to you have to take full control of everything. You have to you have to be hands-on with everything if you really want your shit moving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless you're one of the artists that, you know, got picked up real, real young. The label molded you and, um, you know, gave you a hit record, that kind of thing. But, you know, if you people like me had to figure it out, shit, you have to, you have to, you become your own engineer, you know what I'm saying? You become your own publicist due to lack of resources, you know, or, uh, you know, shit like that. But if you're trying to move forward and grow as an artist and really, like, grow a real fan base, you, you got to be hands-on with everything you do. 100%. And, and and that's that's what, what I meant to say, because you don't do nothing by yourself, but you have to get to the point to where people want to come with you. So you you got to be in control of everything. And then once you yeah. get the people with you, then y'all go together as a team because nobody. And I'm, I'm glad you said it like that. Now, yeah. what has been the biggest differences? Because like you said, you, you was on the label. Now you off. What's been the biggest differences from being on the label to being off? And do you like being independent more, I, I guess? Uh, I do like I do like this independence thing more. Uh, I don't I don't really feel no different. Like okay, I got like um I got a distribution situation over at Asset Distro. Uh, shout out to Jason Brown. Um, he's the CEO of Asset. Um, you know we just got a good thing going. Like you know I I got I own my masters. I got you know majority uh percentage of my royalties. So you know uh, I. We got some of the same connections. Uh, I still got the relationships I had when I was with the label, so I don't I don't feel no different, really. To be honest, and I see, really feel like my shit growing more. And see, that's important. The fact that you was able to maintain those relationships while still owning all your masters, doing how you want to move, 
and then yeah. and, and being able to create how you want. Is it is it something you negotiated for specifically to be able to own all your things? This is just before we dive deep into to, to the music itself. I want to just get as much advice for you for the front of people as I can, because you're someone that I know is doing it. Like there's people that I talk to that are doing it, but they're not really doing it, doing it. So like mm -hmm. if you have any advice for people, how to get, is it to get their masters to keep, keep control of that? Would you recommend a distribution deal or is it all about what you negotiate for yourself? Um, I feel like it's all about what you feel like you need. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Me personally, I felt like all I needed was a distribution deal. I didn't really need the bag no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, Got you. I'm a little older, my hustle up. So, you know, I don't really need they bag, but I do need the platform. You know what I'm saying? I do yeah. need to, to push a little bit on the distro side. So I'm like, I need this. But my my recommendation to all artists, go with what you feel like you need. Um, when I did my roster deal, shout out to my brother. Uh, he was, you know, he helped me when I was going through that situation, uh, you know, and he helped negotiate that, you know, we split the royalties 50, 50, and it was a joint venture, you know what I'm saying? So even when I was over there, it wasn't like I was signed exclusively to them. Like it was still a joint venture with my label and them. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So that's just how I always did it. For sure. 100%. Now I think the first project I heard from you would be, I, I think it was either swamp tour or the cool. With, with where you took the the the, the new uh the cool uh okay. cigarette thing cigarette, yeah yeah, cool yeah. Thing, yep. talk talk to just me a little bit about that what has been your growth from the cool to now like what what's one thing you could pinpoint from that that album cool to now that you could say is your biggest growth um well here's the thing those songs the songs on the veil them songs are way older than the songs on cool tape so here's the thing Cool tape was just me, like, I'm not doing no more mixtapes. So, like, that was the last of me just, like, really doing a mixtape, really rapping, you know what I'm gotcha. saying? Really giving, like, my core fan base what they wanted with songs like Ride With Me, you know? Just giving them bars with songs like Honey Peas or doing songs like, uh, what's the joint, uh, Bad, uh, yep. like, going, you know, shit like that. So, it was just something, just the last, the, I say the last bit of, like, real deal, raw shit that you know i give my fans before we start cleaning shit up you know trying and, and getting things album ready yeah now okay so it's interesting you said a lot of the songs on the veil is older than what's on the cool how does that how does that work do you go re rework them do you go remake them is it or is it just like nah i knew them shits was gold when i had them but i was waiting for the album yeah that was the thing um like so the songs on the veil bro like they literally like the oldest song on there is literally from 2017. Real, so, like, yeah. So like, I've been working on this shit for a very, very long time. Um, a lot of the songs I knew was gone. I knew was that Them. pieces of my story, yeah, that had to be told. So for years, I just sat on my sat on songs like Pretty Lady, um, songs like We the Infant, songs like December, uh, songs like uh, what was the other one? Um, uh, I can't think of it. Uh, shit. Uh, history. Uh, songs like history. Like you know, them songs I was been sitting on. You know, just for years and years. Just so I, until I got had the rest of the pieces together to, to ready really to tell go. the story. Mm. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. how did how did you know that now was the right time to push that button? Um, I just felt it as soon as like January one kicked in, bro. I swear to God, it was like. 
I was in full, like I was in full mode. Like in December, I was already in full drive. October, Nikki told me like, yo, this the album, this what you need to put out. Like we weren't in a game. She wasn't working with me. She wasn't my a and no more, none of that. I, but you know, this we still like shit. that. Yeah. yeah. I sent her the record, the album, and she's like, no, you're like, this the one. I was about to scrap it before she said that. And um, I was like, all right, hands off. And uh, me and Jose finished our rollout for uh, the yep. thing of ours. And after that, shit, I pressed the button. I was full go on the van. Hell yeah. Oh, thank you, Miss Nikki, for not letting this nigga scrap it. Boy, <laughs> boy. Boy, that'd have been a mistake. Now, now, since you brought up the, this this thing of ours, shout out to my guy Jose. Gotta gotta backtrack a little bit. That project was hard, but see, the crazy thing is, I might like the chopped and screw more than the old the, the chopped and screw yeah. joiners. What made y'all want to do that? That shit was hard. I mean, but that bitch kind of made to be chopped and screwed. You know what I'm saying? One hundred percent. It was made for that. If that was, you know, we always had that in mind. One hundred percent. The feel. Now, I think my favorite one either got to be Lala's freestyle. Or, mm-hmm. ki- or kiss it better. Both them bitches oh, hard yeah. as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kiss it better was actually the first song we did for this shit. Like, kiss it better was really the song. It was really his song. And I was like at his crib one day, and he pulled that bitch up. I'm like, man, let me put a verse on this bitch. And then I put a verse on that hoe. Huh? It was like, oh, that bitch hard. And then we was just vibing for a couple of days after that. We just kind of just went into a mode. One hundred percent. Now, why? What made what made the the collaboration with Jose so seamless? Like, why? Like, out of all the people, why was that one like okay? This this the guy I'm tapping in with, and we doing a collab project. Um, cause that's really my dog. Like, like me and him, like we like a lot of the same shit. We think of we think the same a lot of the time. Like, I don't know. We've been through a, like a lot of the same shit. Like, you know, so that's you know, I don't know. That's my dog. Like, it's we be natural. together like yeah. every day. Yeah, 100%. Now, let, now let's get into Nevea. Tell me exact because, like, uh, is that a Bible verse? Uh, the numbers 14 24 is that someone or is that someone you got to say a Bible verse or is that something that was recorded already that you found? Uh, yeah, that was somebody I got to say. Uh, got you. It's a real Bible verse, but uh, shout out to Jay, uh, Jay with the fade. I don't know if y'all know her, but she's uh, she's a rapper, a songwriter producer she's she's you know she's golden she's golden so i appreciate her for that too now why did you why did you choose that specific one because of the uh the ties to your name and everything being involved with that or was it a little was it deeper that the message meant something to you at the time um both because that's like i really feel like that's how my life went like like my whole life i always felt like damn like right how like me out of all of these people like me like it, it, I had to be told and then you know you just I, I had never heard that before until like I was just doing some research and like I was really because I knew my mama named me from you know my the name in the bible so I just really started doing some research like you know who is this man you know what, what, what did he really from? do yeah. yeah and you know I found that shit I'm like damn like nah that's me like that's really me so that's See, that's some crazy shit that how that shit work. And it's and I don't think I don't believe in coincidences. So that just tells me like, nah, this shit was really, really meant to happen like this. So that's that's fucking amazing. So then after that, you say, okay, I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to give you this verse to to, to give you a little blueprint of my life. And that's how we're going to start it off. But after that, we dropping bars, man. We dropping a banger with We the Infants. What made you want to choose that to come off of? Right. Because honestly, I was expecting 
I don't want to say a slow song, but I, I don't know if I was expecting We The Infants, but I liked it, though. I thought it was I thought it was brilliant. It was like almost like a bait and switch, almost like you like, OK, we you about to get this deep, deep thought thing, but not quite yet. Because I told you, like, so on Cool, like right now, the first song on the Cool Take was really a sing song, but like the, that song, that was really a song that was supposed to be my album. But I, I swear to God, I said this, I'm like, man, if I start Cool Tape off slow, I'm going to do the album. I'm going to start that bitch off hard. Because mm. I knew, like, I, I just knew, like, I I did the, I did the, the, I did what I really wanted to do. And people still received it extremely well and just exactly how I wanted to. And for that, I, I, I shit, that's all I needed. So now I'm about to really get them what I know they want to hear. This, this, this shit first. I'm, all right, we're going to do that. Come on, we ain't going to waste no time. <laughs> and you definitely didn't waste no time. You said we get into it. Talk to yeah. me just about just about the creation of that song, like the producers. Give me give me the full one one on that one, because we did right. stuff. So like originally that bitch was uh, produced by Vintage Ripper. Shout out Ripper. You know he gotcha. be, uh, did a lot of young boy shit. Um, but he originally did the beat for that bitch, and I think I I recorded that song in Atlanta. This was like, uh, I want to say this was early 2019 this was january 2019 uh i was staying with my manager at the time i was sleeping on his couch uh and shit he had a little studio in his living room and shit i was just waking up you know just recording Working, shit. Yeah. and i had been sitting on that beat for like four five months and i knew i was gonna attack it but like that element is i don't know it just put me in a different mode and i was just i was just um i felt it Speaking of, just a detour real quick, because you said you recorded that in Atlanta. What's your favorite city to record in? Because I know you be Atlanta. I know you was in L.A. for a little bit. You got the BR yeah. joint. Where, where, where yeah. do you feel peace? Or is it just about setting that vibe wherever you are? Um, I think it's the vibe wherever I am, because for the longest, I thought I couldn't record at home after leaving. Like After mm. recording in L.A. and Atlanta, I was like, man, I can't record at home. I won't be comfortable. But after leaving the label and actually being forced to be at home last year, like I just caught the vibe, bro. And like that's how the cool tape happened. Like nigga was just on it. Like we got the studio up and like shit. All of the homies was just out there every day. We all smoking, like getting full of that shit, recording shit every day. Like, you know, I just caught the vibe. So I think it's just really just about catching the vibe. And getting the energy right, 100 percent Now I see this next song to me. It's it's not my favorite on the project, but it's to me it's 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 one of the it's the best, if not one of the best. And history is such an important song about talking about past trauma that was brought down to you from from your earliest ancestor and then from your father to your grandfather and just everything that's going on in the country right now was was some of this planned or is or is it just the way you actually was feeling and and did you think about what was going on in the country right now, the way black people are being treated and everything when you made this song? Um, when I recorded this song, like, uh, of course I'm always thinking about my people, but it was really like my sole intention, this whole project was like literally to tell my story. To get like, you out there, I've, yeah. Yeah, I, I told, I've done so much about telling stories about the people around me and my environment. And now it was time to get really personal. So like when I, the, to be honest, it was really just me telling my story, like my origin story of like who I am and why I am the way I am. And, you know. 
100%. Now, was that therapeutic for you? Because you even got it so far as to be like, yo, I don't <clears throat> fuck with my pops, but like, how else could you expect me to be this way when like you was like you were? And then on top of that, we got the tr the, the trauma from grandpa passed down to the both of us. Mm -hmm. uh, shit, like. Mm -hmm, bro, like it was therapeutic in a sense, but like that shit ain't enough. Yeah. And, like for us, like, you know, especially the places we come from down here and be all like. Shit, we all done been through a lot. Sometimes just rapping not enough. Like it feels yeah. good for the moment, but shit, that's not enough. I, I encourage everybody, you know, like talk to somebody and really genuinely seek help. And do the because, work. Yeah, because that shit ain't, you know, it sounds cool, but that shit ain't about nothing. Now, when did when did you realize like cause that's something I think that's really important for the black community specifically, and even if more specifically black men to like really admit like, yo, like we, cause we were raised the way with like, nah, nigga, brush that shit off, get up, you good. Don't worry about that. Like how, and the fact that you made that connection, it's like, yo, that's the biggest first step. When was that something you realized like, yo, I need to really do this work. Cause like I'm hurting from this. It was just me. I spent a lot of time by myself, like um, just thinking, like talking to myself and just figuring, just stumbling upon the picture just figuring shit out, literally talking to myself, like just working on this album the whole time. I've just been isolated, like, um, shit, man. Like, so that seemed like the pandemic life. helped you in, in, a, in a way that you might not expect. <clears throat> I, was, I was isolated before that. When I was okay. in LA working on it, I was isolated then. You know, the homies would come out there, like a couple of the homies came, but they went back home, you know what I'm saying? So shit, when I was out there in LA, like shit, I was really working on that bitch by myself, you know? by myself like i was out there by myself so gotcha now the next song 225 love story eve has the connection with 225 love story with adam what made you want to tell the 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 uh the eve version and then inverse and flip it with the adam um because i think it's important to tell um the story of uh all of the like young girls in vr like i think that's everybody's story not just you know the story, my story with the young lady, but that's the story of, you know, my home girl, but that's the yeah. story of my sisters or my mother, actually, you know what I'm saying? Like, all this shit is essentially the same. Like, it's just detail and heartbreak. 100%. Right. How important, because see, I think from, from Hell No to Till I Can't, December, you have like an undertone of like, just telling people like, yo, not let's not fuck with these pills. Like let's get over like this addiction. How important was it for you to convey that message on that? Um, it was important because shit, like you know, niggas still gonna do what we do, but like it ain't it ain't healthy. Like I said, yeah, <laughs> it ain't the healthiest form of you know therapy. Weed is cool. I encourage weed all day long, but like you know, everything else is shits and giggles, man. Like, we don't. It ain't necessary. We just got to find better ways of expressing ourselves. You know, that's a fact. And that's something that's like, yo, like that pill shit, like that shit could really like fucking fuck you up. Like, it's like it's like, yeah, it alleviates the pain. But nobody talks about the day after when you sick throwing up and you and you going through withdrawals. And I think that's important that like you talk about that shit. And then you did too many nights, bro. Like, and the homies will tell you, like the homies know, like. When I'm finna explode, I don't even know what that means, but like, shit, like, too many nights like that, bro. Mornings like that. 100%. <laughs> now, 
let's get to uh hell no the act two and the till I can't intermission. Boy, you was like, all right, I'm gonna show you niggas I can still rap too though. Like I'm gonna show you niggas mm-hmm. I, I got bars. How important is bars to you in the sense of like, do you think of how you know how Twitter is like, oh, this rapper, does he have bars, lyrics and all of that? How important is that conversation to you? Or do you think that's just natural? Like I'm a rapper, this is what I do, I put words together. Uh, it would, really was just natural to me. Like, I don't ever think about bars. That's kind of like, it feels forced and corny when, you, when I think, oh, I got to make this bitch a bar. Like, sometimes that shit just happened and I'm not even thinking. Like, that mm-hmm. just is just how it's natural now. That's yeah. it. And I think that's, imp- do you still write? Like, when you make uh, these songs? Or is it all off the door? Shit, yeah. Okay. Uh, I wrote a lot of songs. I wrote a lot of them. Okay, bet. Now, give us some of the producers who worked on this project with you. Um, so shout out Super Miles. That nigga did like a lot of them joints. He did fucking uh not nah, he do hell nah. I'm sorry. Uh he did song about girls too. Um he did 225 Love Story Eve and Adam. He did White Gloves. All them shits are uh, yeah, and those are the ones he did. Uh Mike and Keys collabed on, you know, song about girls. Um uh, what's the one? We the Infants, uh, co-produced by Ripper. You got Tay Beats on there who did Hell Nah. You got Don Cannon who did Pretty Lady. Uh, uh, and I think that's it. Wait, I can't let you just go by that. You just drop a name. You just you just drop that name like you sprinkle some parsley on like a meal or something, bro. <laughs> how you how you link with Don? Um, that was Nikki, man. Like Nikki, like when I was signed to the label, like Pretty Lady was recorded like summer twenty eighteen. Um, okay. The night of the Brownie P release. So, like, Nikki knew Don, and Don was like, man, I, yeah, I fuck with his shit. Like, he sent me, like, an exclusive-ass pack. Like, I know nobody ever heard of Don Cannon beat like that. So I know that's how, that's how I know that bitch was the exclusive pack. And, you know, you know, I never really met Cannon personally, but me and him chopped it through the DMs, and he was like, yo, the joint hard, whatever. Woo, woo, woo. That's all that fucking mattered. Yeah, facts, facts. My so. my man got the wait. I'm trying. I'm putting the air horns in the back. That shit fire. I, like you, you know our era. When you say DJ Drama and Don Cannon, that's yeah, facts. That's facts. the ghost. Yeah, facts. fuck yeah. That's facts. that's huge. So congratulations on that one, bro. Now before we finish up the business and and get to some of the my favorite stuff, like getting to know you personally, that's my favorite mm-hmm. part of the interviews. Talk to me just mm-hmm. about the ending the album. What made you choose to end it with White Gloves, The Eve, and Song About Girls too? Um, I think it was important to just really like when I, I when I think about a great movie or a great book, you know, you have the intro or whatever, however that shit goes, the um the build up, mm-hmm. you have the climax, you know. So that's when you get to the songs like uh December, uh Hell Nah, uh, uh what's the one uh damn uh, till I can't love story Adam uh, yep. till I can't um. And that whole that whole thing through the eye is no, I'm sorry, through white gloves is like the climax. That's like the 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 main the main point I'm trying to get across to you. And on the eye, it was just like me wrapping this shit up, like telling you like how I got here, you know, my plans type shit, you know, what I'm still dealing with, you know. That you know, it's like venting, you know. Yeah, you know how Drake Drake had his uh the calm the ride Kendrick had his the heart series so I think the eye is like my uh my series that I think I'm gonna keep continuing with the uh, albums forthcoming. 
Fuck yeah. Oh, now you got me ready for the I part two and three. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. All right, Swag. Now tell the people where they can find the project at, where they can get it at, and, and, and give them all that good stuff. Yes, sir. Nevaeh Memoir out now on all DSPs. So that's Apple Music, that's Spotify, that's Tidal, that's Amazon, uh, iTunes, YouTube Music, whatever you're doing, I'm on that bitch. So go streaming. But running up, we doing well. Uh, song about girls too. The official video dropping next Friday. So Fuck yeah! You gonna look out for that shit too. Hell yeah! And it's spelled N E V A E H, a memoir. So y'all make sure y'all go check that out. Y'all go buy his shit. It's that fucking good. And I like I don't say that for everybody that come on here. I tell I tell everybody street people shit. Y'all go buy this one. This one is worth it. It's that fucking good. So shout out to Kayla for that one. Appreciate that. Now let's get to know you a little bit, man. All right, so you did a series. Uh, I don't know if you still do it, but you did a series where you would go and look at like restaurants, Yelps, and then mm-hmm. try their food. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite food, bro? Um, because you a foodie. Bro. I know you a foodie. Chicken. The homies will tell you chicken dog. I eat chicken a hundred different ways. Like no cap, man. I any favorite prepar- any, any favorite type of preparation? Fried um, barbecue. Of course, fried, but you know the barbecue still go down. So I think that's my close second, and then smoke third. <laughs> got you, got you. Ooh, I like the smoked. Okay, what's what yeah. was your, what was your favorite place that you tried from them Yelp reviews? Uh, to be honest, my favorite one had to be uh, Melrose Bite, uh, the one when I had the vegan burger. That bitch is like actually really, really good. Like. Okay. Out of all the places I went, I really like that one. For sure. Hell yeah. You're not vegan though, huh? No, you eat chicken. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was just that was just trying it out. Yeah, I never had a vegan burger before. So, you know, that was my first time and that shit was amazing. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. So being that you from Louisiana, crawfish or gumbo? Uh gumbo. Crawfish or boudin? Uh boudin. Boudin or gumbo. Gumbo. All right. All right. Chicken and sausage or seafood? Seafood. <laughs> Ooh, see, that's interesting. I thought you was gonna say chicken and sausage because you didn't pick crawfish for any of them. But then you then you, you then you drop me, you flip me out with the with the crawfish with the uh seafood gumbo. I love seafood, but like crawfish probably like on the last of that list. Like I gotta be craving crawfish for me to, to go get, get some crawfish. Man. Got you. What's your favorite seafood then? Shrimp, crab, lobster, which one you fucking with the most? Uh, I'm going shrimp and then the crab legs. Got you. So. I've, nothing better than some good crab legs. But see, the thing is, them shits work. Like, you got to work to get them shits. Yeah, yeah facts. <laughs> like, get that meat out of that, nigga. That shit, oof. All right, favorite, oh, favorite movie? No, um, favorite movie? Damn, that's a hard one. But, uh, damn, that's a hard one. Um, yeah. Cause you definitely, you definitely seem like you like movies and you super cinematic. Yeah. You can tell with your with your music that you. I feel like you study that, study movies and study that craft. For sure, uh, I, don't, I don't know. You don't have to give hard. just one. You could give like five. Give like five of them. All right, cool. So I'm gonna go the wood. Ooh, um, that's a good one, man. That I like that one because like that was like one of the actual like first hood movies I seen that was like oh nobody died like that's everybody a like fucking it was, fact it, it was, was a happy like, movie what 
not hat, but you know, it's it had a but look, it was yeah. some yeah, it was some hood shit, but like bro, like that was like that was the most normal of the hood shit. Like, That's a like fact. That, like, yeah, you might run into a nigga robbing a stove, but you know the nigga, so you finna make it out alive. It was just inconvenient at the time, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that, but anyway. And I prefer the wood um, to best man too. Facts, no facts, facts. Um, so yeah, the wood. Uh I'm probably gonna go uh damn. Damn, probably Pope Fiction. Fire. But I really like I really, really, really like once upon a time in Hollywood. But Fire. Uh, yeah, I really like that one. But uh training day. So like yes. yeah, so the wood, pulp fiction, training day. Uh I really, really like players club. Uh, All ass gas. Everything you said so far has been fire. Trying to get that last one. Man, what's a movie? Probably it's out of it's probably a tie between like Batman, The Dark Knight, and like I don't know. Uh, I don't know, probably like like Mike or some shit. <laughs> I fuck probably, with we're gonna go like Mike. We're gonna like Mike. I fuck with them choices and shit. Since you're a Tarantino fan, I'm about to give you a suggestion because you said you like Once Upon a Time and Pulp Fiction. Tarantino, I don't know if you know, did a movie with Chris Tucker and Samuel L. Jackson and Robert De Niro called Jackie Brown. Oh, yeah, I've seen Jackie Brown. That's that shit. shit. Is, that shit yeah. is gas, bro. Yeah, had that bitch on the plane with them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I that, and I fuck with that one because to me, that one is the most like, I guess, relatable to like, I guess that's the most one that I like most because it got the most black people in, in his movies and like the most mm. main black character. Like I thought him that's doing it with Chris Tucker works really fucking well. Yeah, facts, facts. That was a really great movie. I really like Jackie Brown. Yep, no, really I'm with did. you. And I'm glad you said The Dark Knight. That's my that's my shit as well. He, yeah, he did it. his thing, bro. Yeah, facts. Rest in peace. That's a big fact. Okay. Uh, favorite TV show if you got any? Oh, I you, so. Are you more movies why, than TV? No, I'm more TV than movies. Okay. That's Let's get it. So, alright, so off top, I'm definitely going Breaking Bad. We're going Sons of Anarchy. Okay. All right, let me slow down here now. Uh, boom. Uh, what's some like? Naruto. Uh, oh, shit, you're an anime nigga? I did not know that. Yeah, like, As you can I, see I'm, I'm an old anime nigga. Like, I'm, I've been, like, out the game for, like, five, six years now. But, like... okay. I, I was heavy on like the Naruto, like One Piece, and like uh, what's the uh, Zatch Bell shit like that. Oh like, that shit, Naruto and One Piece is my shit. If now look, I'm gonna give you a suggestion <laughs> for you. That's not. It's not. I don't want to say Naruto and One Piece are kitty because they're not. But it's not mm -hmm. supernatural. It's not powers. It's like some real nigga shit. Cowboy Bebop. Mm -hmm. It's it's basically like who Tarantino oh, gets a lot that. of inspiration from, and like. These two niggas are hitmen and they go and are bounty, they're bounty hunters and they just go capture criminals. That shit is fire. Oh, I'm on it. I'm on it. That's my kind of shit. That's my, I did watch Yasuke uh, recently. That one was Did really you fuck good. with it? I loved it. That was really good. Me too. I, really I thought niggas, see, niggas was complaining saying that they want, they didn't want all the sci fi shit. And I'm like, bro, they was just trying to be different. Like, I fucked with it, me personally. I, I did too, bro. I did too. 
But um, oh yeah, so I said Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy. Uh, what was the third one? I you said, said Naruto. Uh, Naruto. Um, uh, shit. Uh, last two. I'm gonna go. Uh, damn. My shows that I probably my girl probably be on my ass like because I just <laughs> rewatch shows a lot like that's how much I like them but um I don't know it'll probably have to be something like any comedies in there yeah probably the Bernie Mac show thank you for or... saying that you got good taste my nigga I'm gonna just be honest <laughs> you got good taste because the Bernie Mac yeah. show never gets talked about is like. The, in the best That's sitcom the conversation, on, bro. That's bro, I, I, I literally rewatched it like at the start of the pandemic, and I was like, bro, this show is better than all them other sitcoms that niggas be my wife and kids, Jamie Foxx. Like the Bernie Mac show to me is the one. That's yeah, that was that's that's the that's yeah. So the Bernie Mac show, uh, and I'm probably like because I did watch this shit a lot too. Probably like everybody hates Chris, like. Gas. It's probably a very Gas. one of my faves. But since you like Breaking Bad, you should check out The Wire. The Wire is cold. Bro, so uh shout out to my dog RF Trace. Like me, he like I tried to watch the wire, bro, but that bitch so slow. Like, it is like that bitch so slow. It like, is. I'm gonna I'm gonna really sit down and watch one of these. Days. Give it a shot. Like is if you get through the first like three to four episodes, that's when the shit start ramping that's what up. Say, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I can only suggest them, but definitely Cowboy yeah. Bebop. You should definitely check out that shit is oh, gas from the jump. All right. I'm if on. you could go anywhere on vacation, where would you go? Um, right now, I'm probably going to take and no worries about COVID and everything paid for. You can go where, literally wherever you want. Uh, the Caymans. OK, fuck. Yeah, yeah. going to going to the islands. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Some nice water. yeah, I fuck with that. Now, the final question that we ask everybody, if you're the writer, director, producer to the Caleb Brown movie, how do you want it to end? Uh, uh, with that nigga being a billionaire, uh, that nigga only half a bad ridge, and, you know, two classic albums, uh, a lot of platinum plaques, um, shit, and healthy. Fuck yeah. A healthy family. Yeah. That's all you can ask for. Yeah. If you could get any feature from anybody, who you want a feature for? Your dream feature. Could be dead or alive. Dream feature. You could do dream one feature. dead and alive just so you could, you know, get a little little help with that. All right. So dead, I'm going. Uh, it's, a, uh, it's a tie between Curtis Mayfield and uh, Amy Winehouse. Ooh, didn't expect two. those two names. No. Yeah, yeah, Amy, yeah. Didn't expect those two names, but I think you would make a great track with both of them. That'd be yeah, fucking I fire. Mean, okay, now alive. Um, alive. Uh, shit, I really don't have any niggas that I really like. Fuck that, like, I, that I just like. Oh, I gotta like. I gotta have a feature by this motherfucker, but like, probably Wayne. And like, I don't know, bro, Wayne. 
Yeah, that's the one. That's the GOAT. So I already know what time it is. But thank you, yeah. Caleb, man, so much for coming on the show. We really, really appreciate it. It's been a long time coming. You know, anytime you drop something, you're more than welcome to come on. My door is always man. open. Man, no, I appreciate you, bro. It's been a long time coming. I appreciate you for really just being in tune and, like, really being tapped in and staying, you know, engaged with a nigga for all this time, you know. You already so I know really I, I, I rock with good music and you are one of the best in BR. And I say that literally every time I talk about Baton Rouge rap. So I appreciate it. Tell the people where they can follow you at on social media and tell them where they can get the album again. For sure. So again, Nevaeh, a memoir out everywhere on all DSPs, Apple Music, Spotify, da, 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 you know that whole shit. But you can follow me on Twitter <clears throat> at you found Brown. That's Y-O-U found Brown. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at C-A-L-E-B-B-R-W-N-N. Again, at C-A-L-E-B-B-R-W-N-N. YouTube, you found Brown TV. A lot of content on the way for sure. Fuck yeah. And make sure y'all check out his new music video. Uh, by the time you guys hear this, it'll be out that Friday. So make sure y'all check that out as well. Thank you so yes, much, Caleb. Yeah. And I appreciate it, bro. Man, I appreciate you landing, buddy. You already know. All right, that was the interview with Caleb Brown. Shout out to Caleb for coming on the podcast. I'll make sure y'all get his new album, Nevaeh. I'll make sure y'all check that out and then uh, go uh, watch his new video that's out now. Interview was like, okay, it's supposed to come out last week, but I had internet problems, as you heard in the first segment. So we got it out to you this week. But joining us, Bros Who Ball, we are back joining us always, Mr. Adam Schubert. And then for basketball, our analyst, Mr. Justin Batiste. We're deep in the playoffs, fellas. We're rocking out like this for a while now until the end of it. It's, we're deep in it, but we'll say real quick, congratulations to Phil Mickelson, 50-year-old, won, won a golf match, you know, oldest. Won a golf match. <laughs> won, won a tournament. It was fire. Good for him. A major. Yeah, major. Good for him. Good for him. Schubert, how you doing this week, sir? I'm doing all right, man. Yeah, uh, good for Phil Mickelson, but Jordan Spieth choked again in this week's tournament. So, Oof. And then there's beef. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so interested in the Bryce De, Bryson DeChambeau beef with B Brooks Kepka. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's got some good beef. But, you know, the one other thing you didn't mention regarding golf is the big golf match coming up between Mickelson and DeChambeau and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. People are – the match is back, different competitors. People are excited yeah. for that. Same, you don't watch same kind that of deal as as uh, what was it last time? It was Woods and Mickelson and uh, who are their partners? Manning and Brady. Manning and Brady, I think. Yeah, and it was Ma it was it was Mickelson and Brady and Manning and and uh, and um, fucking Woods. So you know, are, are you gonna yeah. watch it? I didn't watch the last one. No, I'm not gonna watch it. Oh, okay, okay. Not, not too much NFL news except training camps are starting I up. I think the only thing that's interesting about that is what will Aaron Rodgers say. Hmm. He's, he, Aaron Rodgers just needs to go to Hollywood, man. Aaron Rodgers wants to hang out with Miles Teller and his girlfriend, fucking uh, Chanel Woodley. Pretty jelly. Well, that's his fiance now. That's uh, pretty jelly. Good for A Rods. That's a good look. Great actress. Holding her back, maybe not getting some good moves out. She's too busy with A Rod. Where's Miles Teller? Miles Teller, get back in the studio, my guy. <laughs> like, I'm ready for another Miles Teller movie. Is that just me? Well, we were supposed to get Top Gun, so, you know. All right. Maybe, um, maybe he'll play Aaron Rodgers in the Aaron Rodgers story. Look, you you clowning, but Miles Teller is one of those actors. He's one of those people that we didn't mention on our list because he hasn't put anything out recently, but I fuck with him. But we're here to talk sports. Let me introduce Justin Batiste. Justin, how you doing, brother? We were supposed to have a pod drop. Fucking shit fucked up on us, but we're back. Glad some of those takes didn't get out. Yeah, yeah, it's all good, but uh, I'm doing good today. Uh, we have some series that, you know, took a turn 
The Lakers in Phoenix series. Yep. Tied two two. I told you. Two two. So, I mean, we 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 have some some series that we thought were were that that were done. We thought were done that turned around and now we have a series now, two series. Yep. But I I, I think. I was right for the most part. I was right, except yeah. for the Heat Bucks. That's the only one I've been wrong about. But uh, we're going to talk about these series. I guess we'll talk about that one since it's over. Man, just Bucks, different team. Heat, not who we thought they were. Bucks dominated. And, you know, shout out to Giannis, proved himself in the playoffs. Drew Holiday showed why he need, needed to be on a championship team. You throw PJ Tucker in there, Chris Middleton's playing as the closer. You got fucking. Uh, Who's that other guy they picked up? Bryn Forbes, three-point sniper. They just put a bunch of shooters around Giannis and good playmakers, and, you know, they're winning games. Yeah. yeah. You got it. You, you got it. You know. I was going to say, like, a lot a lot of those guys that um, we were knocking as not being good enough to make it last year are really kind of performing. You know, Brooke Lopez was a leading scorer in, that, in the last game. Uh, Chris Middleton's been hitting some big shots, um, you know, that's what I noticed the most watching the game this weekend was Bryn Forbes. You know, he had 22 coming off the bench. I mean, I remember him in San Antonio. I mean, he was a really good player. So I think that, you know, having him as a guy to come off the bench is going to be real good for them moving forward in the playoffs. It's just one of those deals with the heat where, you know, last year was just an isolated incident. And I think we're going to see the same thing with uh, the Lakers where the bubble playoffs is different than real playoffs. And once we get – to the traveling and the home games, the pressure—it's just, it's just a different animal now. It's, it's uh, back, back to back to normal. So we are going to see the the home team have the advantage, and the the higher seeds are really going to show why they're the higher seeds. But you know, there's still some really competitive series going on. Oh, but, there's but a lot one, of competitive series, and the thing is, there's a lot of clutch players out there right now, and that's what I'm loving. The league right now is so fun. It's separating the people who have the dog in them. From the mice. Like, Miami were a bunch of mice. Last year, they played in an open gym and won. That's how I'm saying it. It was open gym. Me and Justin Justin agrees with me. I know he does. That was fucking open gym. And now we got the fans out. Pressure is back. And we're seeing who the real is. That's all I'm going to say. We're seeing who the real ballers are at crunch time with the fans in the arenas. Yeah, and for he is back. It's basically back to the drawing board. Back to the drawing board because... They got just and know. to think they didn't want to trade for James Harden this year. They didn't want to get rid of Tyler Hero. Like, think that was a storyline earlier this year. I mean, he, he did his thing last season though. He was hitting shots, but I'd have traded him. This season, man, it's like he, he he barely even played. The the Heat just looked like a completely different team. They couldn't shoot. They didn't shoot the ball as well, and I think that's why you know they went home. The defense wasn't as good, but the Bucks did they improve though. I think Andrew Holiday will. That was a, a huge help. No, it was. Also, you got to think second year t- hero, second year Robinson really zeroed in on them. So now it's their time to adjust in the summer, come back with a new bag. Maybe the Heat will be better next year. Well, I guess the question with the Heat that they have to evaluate themselves is Jimmy But is Jimmy Butler a one? Mm. Like, is he a, a guy who's like? I don't think so. Not, know, not well, can... not when the shooters aren't shooting. If the shooters are making it, Jimmy can be a solid playmaker, scorer, a better Draymond-esque player. Well, like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, he's definitely going to put up good numbers. I and mean, he had triple-double in the in game four, but... They needed him to do more. Like, if Jimmy Butler was 
on the 76ers, which was very possible at one point, they would be, or he wasn't 76ers. If he was with them in that group now, I mean, that, that, be team, killer, no. that team would be killer, more so than the Nets. If Kawhi loses, Miami's definitely an option. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to continue to say that Kawhi's two paths, in my humble opinion, is Miami and Golden State. It just depends on how he views Steph and them. But Miami's definitely an option. Jimmy Butler's the type of dog that he'd want to play with. You know, just why team hopping, man. He's he's gonna he's gonna if they lose Justin, he's leaving. Bye, y'all. I couldn't get it done here, so I'm gonna go to Miami. That's gonna happen if he loses. They're done. It's over, Justin. I'm telling you. So you can't really even fault him for it because that's just how NBA is now. You know, stack teams. So, well, it's one of those things where it's like, it's it's very different than like KD leaving. OKC or anything like that because like this dude, it's his third team. It's the Clippers. Who cares about the Clippers? They're always going to be bad forever. And so Damn, like harsh it, on the clips. <laughs> I mean, is it? Am I wrong? Like, not that. I mean, yeah, they've had some solid teams. I thought they should. They've had they've some un- really great teams that should have made the finals and never did. Underperformed in both the Chris Paul era and the Kawhi era. Like this, they should not be losing to the Mavericks right now. And we might as well jump to that series since we're talking about it. They should not be losing to the Mavericks. They Ooh. won tonight's game handily. Tied up. It's 2-2. Two, hmm. two. It's not 2-2. Two, two. It's 2-1. Two, it's two, no. Yeah. 2-2. Two, two. Hold on, bro. No way. It's 2-1. I, I think Justin's right. Oh, Justin, you're right. It's 2-2. Two, two. Damn. Two, two. Wait, what game did they win? They won last game. They won three. Oh, they, four. Oh, they did win three. Oh, yeah, tonight is four. I'm tripping. I am tripping. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, they, they tied it up. Okay, they can still win this. Okay, it's not over yet. Okay. It's still like they're still in it. <laughs> Lucas Hurt, yeah. though. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's a, yeah. a classic case for the Mavericks. The same thing that put him out last year was uh, Luca just not being able to carry the load that he has to carry, you know, and ends up getting hurt. I mean, it's just he's just everything for that team. Porzingis isn't the second option, man. They need a better second option. Porzingis is not the guy from the Knicks. He's just not. And it's not going to be European Kobe and Shaq as much as Mark Cuban and I want it to be. It's just not going to happen. Now, Giannis, I still say he made a mistake not going to Dallas. I still say that, but they're winning right now. I just think that would have been the perfect place for him. But, you know, interesting series. Justin, can the Clippers come and win this? Are the Clippers going to win this? Oh, uh, I still have the Mavericks, but the way it's looking, like I mean, if if Luca is injured, um, then they could definitely if Przingis keep keeps on playing the way he's playing, then I could definitely see the Clippers winning this because their next game is at home. That momentum coming into Game Five, so it wouldn't shock me. But then again, the Clippers have been known to been up to to be up and down, so you never know. About how the series may end, but I mean it's it's basically zero zero now. So thanks. Zero zero back to LA too. Who's gonna who's gonna you know finish who's gonna finish it? Because I don't know if I can call this one yet. Schubert, how you feeling it? Should I call this one? Is this is this Clippers? I feel like the momentum's to them. I do feel that, but like just said the the Mavericks can come and win this. Like the Mavericks definitely can. They've shown they can, but Luca has to be who he was in game one and two. And I just don't know if he can be. Well, it's just one of those things where if the Mavericks do come back and win the series, it's nail in the coffin. Like this, this yeah. is it. Like, I mean, they're the Clippers are a far better team if you look at player by player. Yeah, by player, they are. 
Like, there's just no reason. That there's no should, reason Kawhi and Paul George should be, should be losing and like, not making it to the finals. There's no reason why they should I don't blame them for, for dropping some games, but, like, come on. Yeah, they should be playing the Nets in the finals. I'm with you. Or at least the Lakers in the conference finals, like, on paper. The, maybe the Lakers. Oh, look, so okay. may get those. Like, get two-headed or something. Like, to, like, today, I mean, I'm sorry, like, tonight, they look good. Like, they they did? Like, set the tone. Kawhi found his spots, man. Kawhi looked like Kawhi again. He was like, y'all talking that shit. Y'all saying I'm not that guy. He said, right. look good, man. They came out ready to play. Like, they were playing defense. They were making shots. Like, they were picking up full court. Like, Kawhi were- had 29 and 10 and 3. Paul George had 23 and 9. Reggie Jackson had yeah. his, his go-to 15. Morris dropped 9. Like, they just, they didn't, their numbers didn't improve that much. It was just what you said, their defense stepped up, which they've been supposedly supposed to be a defensive team. So, you know, if that defense can continue, then the Clippers will be one to, to, to match with. I don't know if I'm going to call it yet. If, if I'm going to call it, maybe like, maybe do a midweek episode, maybe. As of now, if we don't call it, I think because of Lucas' injury, Clippers win it. But... If Lucas healthy, Mavericks win it. That's the caveat I'm giving, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's a fair one, but we may do a midweek podcast. I'm gonna let you know because the NBA playoffs are great right now. So let's uh let's go to Shuby's team. Oh Shoes, oh brother, not looking good for y'all. Y'all are done. Y'all are toast. Next game is over with in New York. Trey Young, biggest villain since Reggie, telling y'all shh, uh. telling y'all be quiet. Telling y'all, mm, nah, that was no that, that shivers. Funny thing. Yeah, with Justin is, Ice Tray shivers. <laughs> no, I remember in that game one or whatever, he makes that shot and he's like, "It's quiet in here." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was bad, bro. Trey, and look, I, I I said this in the pod that didn't get released, so I'm gonna say this now because I think it's fair. I've been very critical of Trey Young. Said this on the radio. I think the. Trey Young, I was critical of, was the one that came out of college that was shooting threes, playing more Steph Curry. Yes, this guy listens to his coach and now goes inside, plays more traditional point guard, as takes a lot of floaters, tries to get everyone involved, then takes it out to three. He gets people involved, shoots two pointers, then takes it back out. He's not just jacking up threes, he's a more complete player. I applaud Trey Young for changing his game. He's definitely a player that can lead a team now. I definitely think. The Hawks are the better team, and it's thanks to him. And he's one of the few young guys that has that dog in him. And I and I respect the dog. Like, I respect it. There's not many people that can walk into an arena and say, fuck y'all and back it up. That takes that takes cojones. And, like, I don't, look, I see a lot of teams. Not a lot of people got it. Not a lot of people got that it factor. And Trey Young has it. Got to give him his props. And not only yeah. him, his team is good. Yeah, Bogey. Bogey's a great second option for him. I got to give Bogdanovich his credit. They have shooters. Gallinari, shooter. Herder. Herder. Herder's uh, a solid six man, man. Herder's a guy that you would want on your team. Plays defense, knocks down threes. Then you have Hunter. Hunter's quality. If Cam Reddish could ever turn around, that team would be deadly. Yeah, yeah, right. Still wait, waiting on him. But uh, but they have a squad, man. Like that, that second round is going to be. I mean, I mean the, the 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 Knicks still have another game, so you never know. It, it could go six. 
Julius is looking. Julius is choking out there. She, how does it feel that your star is choking on you? Not getting no. Y'all are relying on the old man D Rose to carry y'all through these games. Well, I mean, you know, if, if 23, 10, and 7 is choking, then, you know, I'll take it. No, oh, don't do that. Julius I mean, he's, he's, still, I mean right. he's still the leading scorer. I mean, like, you know, it's just, it, it's not all him. I mean, you know, Reggie Bullock can't come out and not make any shots. I mean, that's, that's true. That just can't happen. AJ Burke can't be doing that either. I mean, quickly can't come off the bench and not make anything. True, 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 true. I mean, Toppin played well. Burke's played well. RJ Barrett gave you a solid game. RJ Barrett showed that, like, he wasn't going to let it go down without a fight, but y'all just didn't have enough firepower, man. No, no. And it's just they don't really have a really solid answer for Trey Young because it's not like Derrick Rose can guard him. And y'all don't have like a go-to score that can like score when like Trey Young goes and like scores. Like when, when games are close with y'all, Trey Young will take it over and start scoring, 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 and y'all don't have anyone to answer him. That's where Yeah, their their game is more uh set the tone, make him play at our tone. Yeah. And if you they're not the kind of team that's I'm, like you know, look, I think this summer, Donovan Mitchell, Utah loses, Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks. I'm liking it, Schubert. I think y'all are definitely a, a de- destination now for, like, D-Mitch. I don't think y'all will get Devin Booker anymore because I think Booker's loving uh, what, what he has over in Phoenix. But Donovan Mitchell, he does not like the Jazz. We know that. We That is known, especially if yeah, they lose this year. I mean, they'll definitely lose at one point. But, I mean, if we want to jump to that series, I mean, they got that in control. Yeah, they know they're winning this series. It's over with. Like, just like the, the Atlanta Hawks series is over with. The Grizzlies are done. The Grizzlies are just too young. They need D- yeah. Dylan Brooks isn't a real second option. He's a great third option, in my opinion. They're waiting for Jaron Jackson to emerge, in my opinion. I mean, it's good that they got this experience. Definitely. And, it and it makes me upset that the Pelicans are in the playoffs. Like, seeing all this young talent, we I talked to Doom about this. Like, the Pelicans should have been in the playoffs. Like, the Pelicans are a young team with young talent, and we're seeing the, we're seeing the changing of the guard. Trey Young, John Morant, even R.J. Barrett's in the playoffs, Julius Randle. Devin Booker, we're seeing like young guys take over in the playoffs, and I feel bad that my young guy's not there. So you know, great for Memphis. I'm excited for them. Yeah, but it's gonna be really hard for them to continue this this success with you know teams like the Pelicans out there. So they're gonna have to add talent too, or or hope that Jaron Jackson Jr. turns into the guy he's supposed to. Yeah, or I mean, or or hope some of these other teams implode. Like if the Clippers do end up imploding, like that would be a benefit for the teams like Grizzlies and the Pelicans, but. I mean, there's just so, so many teams in the West. Yeah, Justin, your man's Donovan Mitchell looking good. He's serving them. Yeah, he actually just became – like, he's one of my favorite, favorite players now, definitely. After, like, this season – I liked him, like, last year in, in the bubble, but this year is, like, he's definitely one of my – him and Jason Tatum is, like, on my, like, top favorite players now. Like, those yeah. two guys, Jason Tatum definitely, but, like, Donovan Mitchell, he's he's like really a game changer. Like like that Jazz team, they look completely different when he's on the court. That's a fact. They do. That's um, a fact. And um, speaking of Jason Tatum, his series is over. Look, Nets are up three one. He don't have no help. Kimba's not doing shit. Kimba's not doing shit. Yeah. Jason Jason's missing his running mate J- Jalen Brown. And even if Jalen Brown was there, I still don't think they have enough. It's just well, and then they don't play defense. That too. They're not that great of a defensive team. Like, there's just Marcus Smart out there battling yeah. it alone. 
and you know, it, even with all the stuff that's been going on off court, it is it is time to to call out Brad Stevens. It's time. It's time. Mm, like, you've, been, you've been calling for him for a while. I mean, like he he's just, he has no answer with to teams like the Nets. I mean, he, he just needs to go back to college. Mm, go back to college, damn. He has to get get some more firepower, man. Yeah, I blame Danny Age. Get some more, cause like I feel like the whole Nets thing just just caught them off guard, bro. Like they were like kind of like kind of creep, like they kind of took a step. What they lost in the second round last year? Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah. Second round last, last year. year. Yeah, yeah, they took a step. Yeah, but I think like this whole like Nets thing just just caught caught them off guard. Like er, er, like everything that they had with the with all the draft picks, the players, the rebuilding. And then now it's like the Nets had this. And now it's like what they just like what they've been working on is just basically they gotta start all over. You just gotta get get better players. Yeah, they really do have to start acquiring talent again. Cause everything that they tried just didn't work. All those assets didn't pan out. Plus they had Jalen Brown's injury this year, which is huge. Like Jalen Brown's not there. That's like a corner piece. That's like if Harden wasn't there, but you know, not comparing Jalen Brown to Harden, but you know what I mean. So yeah, they're done. Jalen, Jason Tatum is putting up an admirable effort, though. He's saying like I'm gonna go out without a fight. He's dropping fifty something points. I respect it. I respect it from Jason Tatum, baller. But that's that series is pretty much done. Um, what's another interesting series? That's another series that's done. Seventy Sixers. They play tomorrow, but they're up three zero. They're about to sweep. Get the brooms out. Get the brooms out. Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, coach of the year, Doc Rivers should be. He's not a finalist, but he should be. Change that team around, man. Not yeah, he should be. Go ahead, no, Justin. Or, yeah, go ahead, Schubert. Yeah. How, um, how, not, how not Monty Williams as coach of the year? I, I'm just saying, I just think Doc Rivers should be a finalist. That's all I'm saying. I don't know if you can give it to Monty Williams if you want. I'm just saying Doc Rivers changed the dynamic of the Sixers. Like yeah. they are a dominant first seed. Well, we've been like talking about as far as like the 76 years, like he's finally gotten to what people have been talking about. That's a he's fact. They like I I I think they're playing their best basketball that we've seen them play. He unlocked Tobias <laughs> Harris, he unlocked yeah. Joel Embiid, and he unlocked Ben Simmons to a certain degree. Like people like everyone knows like the team, like they know who they are. Mm-hmm. Like they, they they know where to go at, who to go go to, the identity on defense, uh, you know who takes the right take the right shots. Like they just know who they are as a team. And I know it's the Wizards, but the Wizards that they, they they're not that good of a team. But still, they look good. They they put yeah. them in the dirt. It's over with. Well, and then the Seventy Sixers not only get have their big three really playing well, but I mean like. Their role players are playing well. Seth They're really Curry, deep. Kirk you know, Moss. Yeah, Kirk Cork Moss. You know, Tyrese Maxey playing and getting quality minutes and, and points. You know, Dwight Howard. Dwight Shea Howard, Milton, big, big, big crucial piece. Uh, Thibault George, playing great George defense. Hill. Yep, George Hill. And then Seth Curry dropping buckets. Like, being that shooter in that fourth quarter lineup when Ben Simmons not, not knocking down shots. So, it's like, you need guys like that. So, Gotta applaud what they're doing. Gotta applaud with it. And Danny Green's playing yeah. well too. So uh, well, I have to, you know, I'm excited to see their second round matchup because if they can well, who would that be? The Hawks. Like four. It'd be the Hawks. I mean, yeah. if they could take the Hawks down to five, like I, I would they'd be my favorite to go to the finals. 
over the Nets. Yo, so much, so much net slander from people in my life. Brooklyn slander in the Nets. You're slandering the Nets, Schubert. Uh, my co-host at ESPN slandering the Nets. And I'm just sitting here like, am I crazy for believing in star power? Like, when I hear KD, Kyrie, and James Harden, they should not fucking lose. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm cursing, but they should not lose. They should not. They're too good. Yeah, I mean, I just still don't have much faith in uh in the, in the whole... Well, just you know, in general, it's just everything in general. You're, like, I mean, it's just like Steve Nash beef has been carrying on this whole season. Like, you don't have faith in him because of him? That's great. No, I mean, you're just telling me that like a team that literally just sprung out up out of nowhere is supposed yes. to like come out and come out and win the finals. Yeah, like, give me a break. They're that good. Team is that like these are three like generational talents, Hall of Famers, like all on. Well, yeah, and and, and they, not they, to mention not they have like, another Hall of Famer. And Blake. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is different. But the role players are also good. Like they have, they literally have a big, they have bigs, they have guards. It's the only thing that they don't have. I mean, you can even say experience. Like they've all been there before. It's just that the chemistry is probably off, but they they play like they play summer ball together. So like they kind of know, know each other already. So I, I, I think the only thing that, that, that could hurt them is just the chemistry. Maybe, yeah. And then the fact that James Harden's running the point says a lot to me. Like, they, Kyrie has accepted his role. Kyrie is not a point guard. Kyrie's going to be like, getting in buckets. Who's, who, they, who, do, who are they playing that's playing any defense on them? Celtics aren't playing defense on well, them. Well, we're going to see next I mean, round the Bucks. Next round's going to be the test. That, that, yeah. I mean, well, I, think, I think the Bucks series goes to six or seven. Like, okay. Yeah. You think the Bucks beat them? I think they got a shot. No, no, you picking the Bucks to win next week? I'm not. I'm not picking the Bucks to win. I said, like I said, this should be the Nets and the 76ers. All right, all right, all right. But I think the Bucks are definitely going to be able to expose a little bit here. Yeah, I definitely think the Bucks are going to be a challenge. Like I expect my Nets, not my Nets, Lord. I expect the Nets to come and show why they're that good against the Bucks. Like that's like I feel like that's a test. Well, I mean, it's just it's all. Don't don't let them score 140 points. Like, you know, I know that they're good enough to do that, but, I mean, like, play defense on somebody. Like, please. <laughs> and, that's, that, and that's what I'm saying. You can't do it on them three. Like, I've been saying this for months. What do you do when KD drives? You got to double-team him. He kicks but it like, out to Harden. Harden every drives. Other team, what, what team has one of those – have any of them led to a finals besides mm. KD? Yeah, just KD. Because KD has. But just like, KD, James, that's it. James Harden. Eventually, amazing. Eventually, somebody's eventually every time somebody figures out hard and he, and he gets stopped. Eventually, you know, Ky- Kyrie. I don't really can't. I, can't, I just can't count Kyrie because I mean, he's just, <laughs> there's just nothing about him, and I just don't feel like he's ever going to be mentally ready to get into a game that he doesn't have a beef with. Like so, he's got he's got to come up with some like imaginary beef for like every every team, or else he's not going to be able to play well. I think you're going to be surprised by Harden in this playoff. I, I don't I know think, what his beef I, I have be a lot with, of with uh, Milwaukee's and be like, well, you know, I just hate Milwaukee because there's just, you know, I just there's too many cows in Wisconsin. Like, I just can't stand it. So, like, you know, I got to beat the shit out of Milwaukee because, like, I just, you know, Harden's going to show can't. up. I'm telling you, Harden's going to show up. I have faith in Harden this year. We're yeah, this is different yeah. Harden. No, he's the, he's the number one in my opinion. Oh, he's the best player on that team. He is. He definitely is. He's the guy that makes that team go. Like, it's not KD's team. It is a James Harden-led team where KD is, like, the second-best nope. player. KD is the best player on that team. 
If they don't the have- beard! Fear the beard! <laughs> no, KD can go. KD is the alpha on that team. Who's I- passing it to him? He puts him over James. Oh, probably oh Harden and Harden. And Ky- I mean, Kyrie, but no, not even. Don't say Kyrie. Kyrie is not the point guard of this team. It is one hundred percent James Harden. James Harden facilitates the show. You really need yeah. all all three, honestly. Like you can't just have two and win the championship. You need really all three. No, like, you do. I agree with that. I but have- but let me say this. I think if KD's off that team, they lose. If James Harden's off that team, they lose. But I think if Kyrie's off that team, they still win. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I know about that, man. I they think they still three. win. They have to have all three. I, I just don't see like you mm. have to have all three. I, 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 I'm just, I'm just telling you, like you know, game, game two, uh, you know, game one and two, maybe the Nets win, but you know, game three comes around, they got to go to Milwaukee. Kyrie's got to get off a plane in Wisconsin and be like, oh, this smells like cheese, and she's gonna be like, well, wh- what am I here for? Like, what am I doing in Wisconsin right now? Why do I? I don't want to play basketball here right now. So who is he? He's just gonna come out and drop a thirteen, and you know, that's okay. Giannis. That's okay if if James Harden and, and KD are dropping thirty, like, <laughs> like they gonna get it. Like you, you, you James not letting them lose, bro. James, I really feel like James Harden realizes that like his legacy is on him. the line. Yeah, this is it. Like you gotta get it done. Yeah, they all know that. Like they like this is the they're like this is a year that they can win a championship. Because they know if they don't, they're getting slandered. They know this. Like, they understand this. Like, maybe Kyrie doesn't care, but I know for damn sure KD cares. And I know for damn sure James Harden cares. James Harden is tired of being in the strip clubs with people with bro- people being like, yo, James, you choked up in there, bro. I know they're telling him that. I well, he's know he's also the it. only one in that group without a ring. So it's like, that's, that's why a fact. he's the most driven. And then Kyrie wants a, a non-LeBron ring. You know he wants that. Like, he, he, he wants that. This, like, this is any different. Hey, hey, I'm just saying, you know he wants that. He wants a non-LeBron ring. That's all I'm saying. So, but um, I don't know how we just got to the Nets again, but shout out to the Nets. I think they're going to do well. So we got, we talked Hawks, we talked 76ers, we talked Jazz. Talked uh, Clippers, talk, Mavs. Uh, we just have to talk t- Trailblazers, Nugs, and Lakers, Suns left. Let's see the Nugs. Yeah, let's get the Nugs out of the way. Great series. I did say they were, the Trailblazers are going to tie this up. I do see the Nuggets winning in uh, either six or seven. I still think the Nuggets can win. I just I just don't see Dame and them getting it done. Nah, I mean, I, I just think they're inconsistent. They're deep defense. Both defense. teams inconsistent, really. Yeah. Yeah, you can say say that, but I just think uh, that the Nuggets are a better all around team. I agree. That's just me, and I just think that they they're gonna pull it off. The, all of this is is line yop for the Nuggets, man. All of this is extra. Like no matter how they do, this is a win because they know when they get Jamal Murray back, they have Michael Porter, they have Joe Kitchen, and then they have Aaron Gordon. That's a team that could maybe make it to the finals. Maybe. Like, if Jamal Murray's the Jamal Murray from the bubble and, and Michael Porter's this guy from this year. Like, Michael Porter could be the second option next year and have Jamal Murray as the third. That is possible. Like, so, I'm just saying. Yeah, Jamal Murray is always the first and second option. We gonna see. We gonna see. Because Michael Porter's saying, I'm coming he's out like... Not like though. He, he's not. Well, if, if he's that nice, then they better make it past the first round if, if he could be a second option. And, and that's why I think they're going to make it past the first. Like, light-skinned Clay Thomas, man. Clay, uh, light-skinned, tall Clay Thompson. That's who he is. Six, six, eight, Clay Thompson knocking down jumpers. 25 points. Get it done. Okay, like when, we, like when you say Clay, Clay Thompson, though, you automatically think of shooting. 
I'm I'm definitely not I'm definitely not talking about Clay's defense. I'm definitely not. I'm talking about 100 his shooting. Or Junior in the same conversation as Clay Thompson because of his shooting, basically, mainly because of his shooting. That's the only reason why we're talking about Michael Porter Jr. is because of his shooting and his that's scoring ability. It is, but he's not Clay Thompson like shooting. Yeah, but, that's true. That's fair. That's fair. Like, like for like to to say he's a first and set second option like that that confident I have to see him make it past the first round first. That's like, fair. He's been. Uh, kind I mean, of, uh, he's good, but it's still kind of tied up. Like Jamal Murray, we seen we seen last year what the guy did. So I gotta see him make it past the first round. They gonna get past the first round. They will. I mean, so am I the only one who's fifth, uh, leaning Portland? Oh, you are. Oh, go ahead. Take it away, sir. I was. Yeah, you can go. I was, but I just think that that, that I I just think that the Nuggets are more solid than the than than. You but you buying Dame hype? I mean, well, I mean, I just watched I, the only game I really watched was Game Four, and I watched the Nug uh, the Trailblazers play awful and still win. Mm. So it's just like at this point, I'm wondering, like, you know, who had the Nuggets is really out there to you know. You, Jokic has got to play. He's got to score 30 points a game. I mean, that's the only way that they're going to be able to, to beat these teams. I mean, you know, the Trailblazers have three guys who can heat up on any given night. Uh, count Mello? I'm counting Powell. Oh, no. Powell. Powell. Because Powell was the one this game. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you got CJ. You got Dame. I think Nurkic is playing a phenomenal defense. Nurkic is doing pretty well. Uh, that's facts. You know, so like they they have the opportunity to win. I mean, you're this is also a zero zero series right now. There's this three, is? three games left. This uh, is I just don't buy into pow. Maybe that's it because I'm still upset about that Gary Trent Jr. trade. I just don't yeah. buy into pow. If Gary Trent Jr. was on the team right now, then I would pick them. I would pick them. I really would. And like Melo had a great game this last game, but like I don't know how many times I can count on Melo to come through. So it's just like. I just buy Denver more. That's why. But you make a compelling case for Portland. I definitely think Portland does have a shot because it is 0-0. And we're going to get to our pick soon enough. All right, let's talk Lakers-Suns. The Lakers are beatable, man. Then I, I said it. I'm so happy. I'm going on the radio tomorrow and talking so much shit. I picked the Suns to win. Chris Paul feels healthy. If Chris Paul is healthy, <laughs> Suns and <in> six. Like <laughs> Suns and six or seven. Seven. Maybe maybe something seven but six. So, all like, right, I'll give you seven. Because like they'll win at home, I feel like. So next game is gonna be in uh in, in Phoenix. Phoenix. So they'll probably take take that game. Next game is in LA. The oh yeah, LeBron not letting them lose in that. Yeah, no, LeBron gonna put everything he got on the table. That's what I'm saying. Then game seven, and then also you gotta see if, if AD plays. He's hurt. Oh, glass, glass. So you <laughs> Mr. Glass strikes again. Mr. Fact, glass. Called him out today too. Shaq called him out today. Mm. He ain't no back in Mama. He's basically saying he will have played all the greats. They 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 will have played. So mm. say AD man, look, not looking good for him. Aiden taking his lunch money. Aiden is taking his lunch money, and I love it. I love it. I love it. Look, LeBron, I, the Suns got a shot to make the finals. Now, I do not think the Suns can be the team coming out the East unless Chris Paul is like playing like Chris Paul should. But they got a shot to beat the Lakers for sure. That's not the same Lakers team of last year. It's not like, no. like the Suns. They can shoot. They got they the Lakers are missing playoff Rondo. They're missing Dwight Howard too. 
Because Drummond, Drummond is crazily not. Drummond and Gasol are not giving the same effort that McGee well, and, and Aiden uh, just Howard beat him did. today. I mean, Aiden dominates him. Aiden eats their lunch money, bro. I love it. Aiden is showing why he was the number one pick. He got 14 and 17. Keep going, young man. Devin Booker had 17. Minutes. Yep. I mean, he was all, they didn't have to come out the floor. Devin Booker, I need a little more than 17, but you know, not bad. Y'all got the win. 17, 5, and 7. But Chris Paul, that's who made that. That's why Devin didn't have to score that much. Chris Paul got 18, 9, and 3. If Chris Paul's healthy, Chris Paul's healthy is over with. I'm just being honest. Like, because I don't think AD and LeBron can missing KCP is huge. And like, I don't I don't believe THT Kuzma and the mother dude stepping up. Like, let me see what Kuzma did tonight. But there wasn't 11. Also, uh, trash also, Caruso was, 10 trash. I mean, also, like the Lakers, they have a healthy team. KCP, he didn't play, AD got hurt. So that's what I'm saying. You losing KCP is bad for them. That's bad. So, I mean, if, if they're not healthy in itself, the Suns could definitely take this series. So that's a fact. That's we'll a fact. Who next game, who plays next game? All right, let's get to our picks. Let's start off with tomorrow. Jazz Grizzlies, Justin, who you got? Jazz Grizzlies, uh, Jazz. Schubert, who you got? Jazz. Jazz. I got Jazz too. Celtics Nets, is it over? I'm saying it's over. It's in Brooklyn. Send it home. It's over. Oh no, game five? Oh, no. no, no, game five's in, in Boston. It's still in Boston, but I'm still picking the Nets. I'm still picking the Nets. No, it's in Brooklyn. What are you talking about? No, 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 it's in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, it is in Brooklyn. I was right. Okay, it is in Brooklyn. Yeah, it's over. It's over. It's Justin, over. you got it over? Yeah, I think I, I think it's over in Brooklyn. All right, game five, Trailblazers, Schubert, Trailblazers and Nuggets. Who you got winning this game? It's back in Denver. Um I'm going to give it to Portland just to see if my point gets proved. All right. I got Denver. Definitely rocking with the Nugs. Yeah, Justin, Denver. who you got? Denver. Denver. All right. Tuesday's game of Lakers and Suns. Back in Phoenix. I'm going Suns. I'm going Suns. I'm, I'm riding the hype. I'm riding the hype train. They got the momentum, though, man. They do. And uh, NAD's injury is questionable. If AD and KB plays, I have the Lakers. If they don't play, I have the Suns. That's fair. Uh, shoot, who you got? Are, if both teams are healthy, I have the Lakers winning this game. Mm, okay, that's fair. I think Chris Paul's yeah. good to go. Yeah, I mean, I'm leaning towards what Justin said, but, uh, you know, at the moment, I'm picking Suns. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, even if AD comes in, like, who's to say he just doesn't go out again? I mean, it's decoy, I, yeah. It's, it's one of those things where the AD falls so like, much. Well, well, no, I, you know, now that he's won that ring, I don't know if he has the drive to do it ever again. Mm. I mean, this is LeBron. This is LeBron setting the setting the pace. Yeah, like, look, this is one hundred percent LeBron setting the tempo I mean, and the pace. I, I just don't. I just don't think AD has like. I just don't know if he has it in him to be like, hey, yeah, LeBron, like, yeah, we got to win this finals this year, man. Like, you know, we need to do it. You know, I just don't think that AD is thinking in his head like, oh, I got to win like so many rings to have my legacy. I think he's like, oh, I'm set. I'm a Hall of Famer now. No, I'm with. I, look, I agree with you. I think this is all LeBron's doing because even the games that AD plays well, LeBron's talking to him at some point during that game and getting in his ear like, "Yo, you got to play better." Like AD has not started one of these games like hot. It's always been coming on later in the game after LeBron bitches. So like, I get it. Um, but I'm going Suns. All right, uh, Wizards 76ers. I feel like the game will be over, so we don't have to pick that game. Uh, Grizzlies Jazz. This will be the final one. I think the Jazz close it in Game Five. 
I got the Wizards yeah. in the next game. Oh, you got the Wizards taking game off the tomorrow? Yeah. So you I think got, they're gonna make it a series? Justin, you're I out your mind. Justin, you. Justin, you're you're, you're 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 an idiot for that pick, bro. Just that's not gonna happen. All right, well for for just shits and gigs, since you're the only one picking, who do you think will if they play Wednesday? Who do you think wins? Just to give the people your thoughts. Right, okay, when Wednesday, I think the um, I think I think uh, the Sixers win. Mm, all right, good so, good choice. So so, so, so Sixers and five. Good choice. You're gonna be wrong, but good choice. Sixers and four. Get out the brooms. Uh, we both have. Uh, I have the Jazz winning, ending the series in Game Five. Schubert, what do you, do you are you in agreement? Yeah. Justin, are you in agreement? Jazz no, ended in five. Or you think no. John Morant takes a game? Yeah, I have uh, Jazz in six. Mm, okay, Jazz in six. Hawks is over Game Five. Hawks and five. I'm Knicks. Oh, you picking I'm the Knicks? <laughs> yeah, I think they'll take one in MSG and then they'll go. They'll go back to Atlanta and finish. And it. get it done in six. Okay, that's fair. Justin, hey. you think Hawks in six? Hawks, uh, yeah. I'm going Hawks in five. It's possible. It's shivery out Definitely here. Possible, it's man. cold hours out here. Get your blanket. Bundle up. Bundle up, New York. It's so nice to see you. Bundle like- up, New York. Bundle up. It's cold out here. You were hating so hard before. Now you're doing the... I love it, man. I love it. I love it. It's good. It's good. Bundle up, New York. That's all I got to say. It's, just, it's, a, it's a blizzard coming to town. Um... All right, so game five, Mavericks. Ooh, Mavericks, Clippers. Going back to L.A. Wednesday. I got the Clippers winning. I'm back on the Clippers bandwagon. I, I flip-flop so many times, but I'm back. Uh, yeah, I got the Clippers winning. Justin, who, who, who you got? I got the Mavs winning. You got the Mavs winning. Okay, cool, cool. All right, well, all right, well, we'll pick Thursday's games. And then that'll be it because I'll probably we'll probably do a video on Thursday. Me and Justin probably. Okay, so Thursday's games, it would be Game Six, Suns and Lakers. I said the Suns win Game Five, so I'm picking the Lakers to win this one. Schubert, who are you picking in Game Six? I can't deny LeBron, man. That's what I'm saying. I can't deny LeBron one. I think the Suns push it seven. Justin, you going with Lakers? I'm assuming. Yeah, healthy Lakers team, definitely Lakers. All right, this is back in Portland game six. I got Portland winning this to push the Nuggets to seven. I got Portland closing. Mm, Justin, you got you got Portland cl- uh, winning or you have uh, Nuggets closing? I have Portland winning. Okay, so it's going seven. seven. The Nets aren't playing because we already said that's over with. Oh, yeah, that's the final game. Okay, cool. All right, well, yeah, that's it for this week. We're going to give a midweek playoff one, maybe Wednesday, maybe third. Like, so you'll either get it Thursday or you'll get it Friday. One of those days, you're going to get one, just like a little update, and then we're going to go over the series and our thoughts. But that's pretty much it. Schubert, tell the people they can follow you at on social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ashubert14, bros who binge every Wednesday. Last week was a really good one to listen to. We reviewed the uh, Netflix movie army of the dead and we finished our top 25 actresses list with our top five so it's definitely worth checking out we had some good stories that we talked about great episode so army of the dead was just yeah it was just not not that great but, but uh, I, I saw week... quiet place this week i'm gonna tell the people about it i'm excited yeah this week we'll have a few things to talk about uh kind of reassess how we are moving into the summer because it'll be june at that point so uh, we'll talk about what what we got coming up, what we've seen that's finishing up from the, uh, the springtime season. 
And uh, yeah, we'll get into some. Are we doing the dinner? Are we doing the dinner party question? Yeah. Nice. Okay, I'm excited for that. I gotta make my list tonight. Lids. So, so which, have some fun which, questions. Which TV couple would you invite to a dinner party with you and your significant other? I'm excited because, like, do I take Linda Belcher and Bob? Like, do I think Bob would be an interesting talk? I well, you get three. Decide. I know I, I got three party, choices. So. I got I got to decide. So, like, it's going to be a fun time. I'm excited for that. But all right, y'all make sure I follow Shubin and check out that podcast. It'll be dropping on Thursday. Uh, it should be out Thursday at lunch. Um, Justin, tell the people where they can follow you at on social media. Yeah, you guys should follow me on all platforms. Justin Batiste 22, except on Twitter. My name is Justin Batiste 4. And also my blog, TracingLegs.com. We're almost to the draft time. Make sure y'all check them out. Also, like I said, me and Justin will do an NBA midweek episode Wednesday-ish, Thursday-ish. One of those days, and you'll get it either Thursday or Friday. One of those days you'll get that. Just be on the lookout for that. Um, new One Piece uh, review out. Uh, Undead Unluck review will be out on Tuesday. Anime Talk will be out on Tuesday. Bros Who Binge Thursday. Uh, if you haven't checked out the latest Never Less Than Ill, check that out. And yeah, just subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, we'll talk to you next Monday. But for Caleb, for Brooklyn, for Doom, for Schubert, for Justin, we're glad to be back. We were, we were charged. Like, great episode today from all fronts around. Shout out to all the boys. Good to be back. Glad to have you, gentlemen. And we'll be back next Monday, as always. Until then, peace.